Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Just a really quick introduction here. This is a special Halloween edition of the podcast. This is me and one of my good friends from Bookstagram, Cam Skip, also known as Skip Baseman. He and I just BS'd for about three-ish hours, so I really hope you guys enjoy it. We talk about horror movies and just we kind of go off on some tangents it was a really fun time and i really hope you guys enjoy it um just a quick note i am a dumbass and forgot to hit record so you're gonna get the first 10 ish minutes of my end not being so clear because it's from the skype recorder and not my actual recording program so it'll get better about 10 minutes in or so so just bear with me on that little bit so Really hope you guys enjoy this special Halloween episode. It's going to be going all month long. I have special episodes planned out for it. So really hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening, guys. I was just getting to bed around that time last night, actually. Oh, damn. I used... <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah, well, I uh, had the house to myself, so I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink way too many beers and watch horror movies, so... God damn, that sounded like fun. It was, it was. That's the whole reason why we're here, is horror movies. So there we go. Exactly. How's the, the horror-thon going? Uh, it's good. It's good. I think I've only missed one, one day. Um... And usually I'll miss a couple here and there, but I'll just, it's, it's always a movie that I have already known or seen. Oh, okay. So I'll always make a point to, to watch the ones that I haven't yet. And, uh, yeah. So, and then I'll probably catch up on it later on. It was, uh, Friday, Dracula dead and loving it, oh. which I haven't, I haven't seen that in years. So I'd really like to watch it, but I, I was just looking at the list right before I, uh, got on here and I forgot that you had that one on there and I was so bummed I missed that day, but it's not like I can't go back and watch it. Well, exactly. You can just, I mean, there's no, there's no set, set rules here where, oh, you missed it. You can't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you are forbidden to watch <laughs> movies that you missed. Got to wait till next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there was another one. Oh, it was, uh, that I'm excited to watch cause I have yet to see it and that's Halloween three. Oh, you've never seen Halloween 3? I've never seen Halloween 3. I, I was in that group of people like, oh, it doesn't have Michael Myers. I'm not going to watch it. But, uh, you know, I've heard it's not, it's, you know, not bad. It's it's actually a fantastic movie. I really like it. And uh, and I would love, I would have loved to, to live in that alternate dimension where we actually got, like, um, anthology movies instead of just Michael Myers ones. Cause, yeah. Like, see, uh, Halloween 3, I thought, I thought it was fantastic and it's really dark and uh and yeah it kind of yeah it's, it's just it's really good it's really dark and then they went into halloween 4 which is garbage and continued on that that road yeah now now knowing what came after halloween 3 it's like you know it would have been really nice to see what they would have kept doing with their whole anthology films oh absolutely because yeah it would have been cool to see what they had in the canon uh next yeah, uh, but instead, no, we got we got some garbage movies. Oh. <laughs> what's your what's your favorite of the the Halloween series? 
Halloween I mean, series. Mm. I mean, I feel, mm. I feel like it, the obvious one would, you know, you, you got to say the original, but yeah, but the original is, is probably like the, probably my favorite from the series. Uh, I, there's, there's actually a handful of them that I haven't seen. Um, I, oh. I was going through like uh, I'd seen you know the Rob Zombie. I don't think I've seen the second Rob Zombie one. You're you're fine on that one. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah, take it or leave it, right? Um, but then I was going through because it's like I don't know in the past year or something. I'm like, you know what? I've never I've never watched all the Halloween movies, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go through them chronologically. And then I got to number four and I watched it, and then I'm like, no, nah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Like there's 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 only a handful of movies that I loathe on this planet, and um, and Halloween Four is one of them. Um, it's it just burned me so bad. I think I hate it as much uh, as I, I hate AVPR. Oh really? And I, I really hate AVPR. Um, I, uh, it's been so long. I think I've probably only seen it once. I just like the fact that they made it rated R and weren't trying to be like, okay, well we made the first one PG 13 didn't work out so well. Let's just make this one a hardcore R, which was cool. But yeah, the end result definitely could have been a lot better. And like the Predalien looked cool. Like on paper, I really wanted to like AVPR and I went back and watched it a couple of years ago. I was like, okay, you know what? I haven't, I haven't seen this since it came out. I'm going to sit down again. Cause it can't be as bad as I think it was. Yeah. And it, it was worse. Um, just cause it, it's like, Hey, here's all these characters that are, are complete garbage and you're not going to care about them. And then we're just going to brutally murder them. And, and even though it's, you know, the hard R and it's super fun with all the, the gore, you're just like, I just don't care. Like I'm not invested in this movie at all. Yeah. It's yeah, it was just, it was brutal. I did like the new one though. The, the predator. That was, that was fantastic. I was just going to ask you about it. Cause I saw it on vacation and it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, lo- I love the humor in it. You know, um, I was really worried though, because, because of all the humor, um, and and I mean it's a predator movie, so you're like people are gonna start dying. And yeah, am am I gonna am I gonna like are they gonna be goofy deaths? Am I gonna care like when they start killing them off? But surprisingly, when when they did, there was some some really cool and heart wrenching death scenes. I thought in that movie, and they were yeah, they were pretty damn brutal too. Like yeah. you know they got you like these characters, and it's like oh if they die, they're gonna just get shot and we'll cut away real quick. It's like no, <laughs> oh it's brutal. It was. Oh. It was pretty cool because I, I went and saw that. I was on vacation in uh, Washington visiting my family, and that week I happened to, or that day I happened to be visiting my mom, and she was, and it was my actual birthday, and she goes, uh, she's like, hey, you want to go to a movie? What do you want to see? And she's like, this is what's playing at the theater near us. And I looked, and I was like, oh, God, there's nothing playing other than The Predator. And she's like, okay, let's go see The Predator. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is your mom cool with horror movies? Is that is she? Yeah, yeah. She she doesn't mind um, blood and guts and all that. Actually, she yeah. she uh, we actually got to talking about Halloween because she was um, around eight seventeen or eighteen when that came out, and mm-hmm. she said she went and saw it with one of her friends, and they were, uh, I guess you can call it professional babysitters at the time. So that. That freaked them out. Really scared the shit out of them, yeah. <laughs> I I watched that the first time on my own in an empty house when I was nine or ten. Mm-hmm. And pitch black outside. I probably watched it at eight o'clock at night. I don't know why I was home alone, actually. I may, I may not have been nine. I was probably ten or eleven. But nonetheless, in an empty house watching Halloween for the first time will scare the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. That'll, that'll spook you a little bit. 
I, I don't know why I decided to finish it. I was freaked out the whole time. I could have changed the channel at any moment, but I didn't. Well, yeah. at least you got through it. Yeah. I suppose. It, I don't think it's... And it, maybe, maybe it made you like the, the, the horror genre a little bit more since the... I, I think so, because I do remember turning it off and being like, that was a really good movie. Now I don't want to leave this room. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I, I used to love watching all the old horror movies. That I, was... Uh, I, I would watch so many of them when I was younger, and even the, again, even though they were scaring the shit out of me, I still kept watching it. Like like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I watched that way too young. Yeah. But th- that movie's got a reputation for being... Well, not only one of the scariest movies of all time, but also one of the bloodiest movies of all time. But it's funny when yeah, you go, when you go back and watch it, you see next to no blood the whole movie. Oh yeah, it was just it's all that it, uh, the theater of the mind kind of thing, right? You, you you lead up to something and you you plant that seed, and then um, and then the human mind just takes it somewhere more more darker than you could really show, I guess. Yeah, yeah. As I less is more. That's the term, I guess. The in in film yeah i guess they they were just going with the sheer brutality of it because like you know when uh what's it, i can't remember her name now but when she gets put up on the meat hook it's like you don't you you don't even see her really getting placed on it you just know what happened but there's no blood there's no nothing but i think for the sheer brutality of it you're just like holy shit this is this is extreme oh and the and the sound when leatherface uh smacks the guy with the hammer oh, on the head that is like that my, the worst part of the whole movie. <laughs> like, like I love oh. that movie. But every time that comes up, I'm always right. Like, I'm not a cover my eyes person, but I'm I get really close to it anytime that scene comes up. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's my that's my Thanksgiving movie actually. My Canadian Thanksgiving movie. Oh, is that? T- that's today? tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, right tomorrow. on. Uh, well, it's like it's Thanksgiving Sunday, I guess. But uh, we always get a, a holiday, stat holiday on on the Monday. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to be, and there's a big joke in my family that um, I always, well, I, I, I kind of made up the joke, I guess, and my mom hates this, <laughs> but uh, I, I always seem to spend Thanksgiving alone. Like, uh, my family's either in one, like, when when they're, they'll go to the city because my grandma's down there and my brother's uh, not far from there, so they'll all get together down there, and I'm like, I can't go. Like, I got I got work and all this other stuff. And then, like, last year I went to a hockey game down in, in the city with uh, some of my coworkers, and it was on Thanksgiving. So I'm like, ah, oh, I guess I'm away from my family again. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to sit at home and watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre by myself, have some uh, beers, maybe uh, maybe get a pizza. You know, that's... That sounds like a damn good Thanksgiving to me. Right? <laughs> I mean, nothing better than pizza, beer, and horror movies. Mm, yeah, that's the dream. Right uh, going back to the actual Halloween movies. Um, did you like the first Rob Zombie one? Um, like, honestly, I think I saw, I've, I'd seen parts of the original Halloween, but I think that I watched the Rob Zombie one in its entirety before I watched the original. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And like, cause I was, and it wasn't until a few years ago that I, I made it through all the Elm Street movies, too. I was more of a Friday the 13th guy when I was younger. And, I mean, there's so many horror movies out there. Um, but I can't remember exactly when I watched the Rob Zombie one for the first time. It must have been when it was already out on, on home home video. Does that, is that still a term? Do people use home I, video? I think so. <laughs> home media. Yeah. Home media. Yeah, you can. This was before you could stream it, kids. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I, I watched it, and it was okay. 
I mean, I think I'd already been fam- a little familiarized with Rob Zombie's uh, style with uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, mm-hmm. which I, I I thought were you know pretty good movies. And then, um, or, or I guess they're great movies. There's going to be that one person that's listening. Like, Rob Zombie makes great movies. Okay, don't <laughs> don't talk shit about my Rob Zombie. <laughs> you, oh, quick quick aside here. I actually said we were talking about. Um, in, in my English class, my teacher brought up Cronenberg for some reason. Oh. So we were talking about uh, uh, body horror and, and the fly and stuff. And she's like, she's, she saw it when it came out when she was eight. And she's like, I've never seen it since and stuff. And then one of the other girls in the class is like, oh, you don't like really violent stuff? Like, well, how do you feel about Rob Zombie? And then I was like, from across the room, like, yeah, uh, his movies are crap, but I guess they're, you know, they're all right. <laughs> and she she didn't look too happy <laughs> um this girl not the teacher the teacher was like yeah take it or leave it kind of thing but um uh halloween rob zombie's halloween i don't know it it was it was all right i like how uh, danny trejo is in the movie yeah you know that was nice and i don't know there's better things out there i guess i i think you feel about it i I, well i mean i liked oh actually coincidentally i did go see that uh remake with my mom in the theater Mm-hmm. Um, she thought it was, you know, gonna be kind of cool seeing a remake of it at that time. What was it? 30 ish years later, 30 years later. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I like the fact that he didn't go full, uh, remaking it, you know, f- the majority of it, or at least the first half of it is all semi original. It's got not, not doesn't have nothing to do with the first one, but it's all backstory, which is something you didn't, you don't really see in the. Uh, original Halloween. Yeah, it's not not that that young young Michael backstory that none of us asked for. Yeah, I, I, at least I thought that that was cool that he decided to do mm. something a little bit different. It, it would be kind of interesting to see like a supercut of that where you get the opening of the original Halloween with him, uh, and then and then you cut to basically the first half of Rob, Rob Zombie, and, and then just go back right right when he escapes, go right back to the original one just because you have that backstory but i mean overall i thought it was i thought it was fine but the second one i just i remember it not liking it whatsoever the first time i watched it and then a few years passed and i was like you know what i'll I'll give it another go and about midway through i was just like god i remember why i hate this movie so much it's your avpr yeah it just (laughs) i don't know what he was trying to do with that one i think that's because this I think that was his wholly original Halloween movie. He wasn't taking yeah. anything from anywhere and it just I'm I'm very up and down on Rob Zombie movies. Like I don't care for House of a Thousand Corpses, but I I like The Devil's Rejects. Mm-hmm. Um I really wanted to like uh Lords of Salem, but I was just bored out of my mind the whole time. Yeah, that's what uh one <laughs> one of my friends said that it's um the the most boring portrayal of Satanism. Uh <laughs> ever 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 filmed <laughs> yeah and, yeah i was like oh great i'll avoid it like the plague then it because the trailers made you made it seem like it was going to be his kind of art house style movie like suspiria and things like that so that's what really intrigued me but then i watched it and i was just like oh my god how boring is this but you know people are going to pay money for it because it's rob zombie yeah I I started his latest that thirty one. Um, I heard that was pretty terrible too. Oh really? I we didn't get too far. I th- we were having issues with the the copy we had because we didn't get it legally. 
Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that that might be that might be the universe either telling me like, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. You can t- <laughs> you, you can take that as you shouldn't have downloaded this illegally, or you can yeah. take it as you shouldn't have downloaded this to watch it at all. You, you just shouldn't watch. You shouldn't watch this. Yeah, <laughs> I know he has a new one uh, coming yeah. out. Isn't that the Devil's Rejects three or whatever the? I I think it's a different one. I could be wrong though. Because you heard about that, right? He's he's making yeah. a third, third one, and I don't know what the hell it's gonna. I don't know. It's gonna be okay. So Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween two. Uh, this is something that always bothered me about the first one, because um, in the original John Carpenter, you know, he gets shot, he falls out the window, and then he's gone. Yeah. In the Rob Zombie one, she shoots him in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah, blood flies then, all over her. And then what? And then he's he's fine. No. I can't. So, how about we look at the second movie? Like, it's the it's the dying. Uh, it's it's his brain like dying, and it's his last, and that's why it was so weird and great. I'm and saying this, I I haven't seen the second one yet. I have it. I own a copy of it. I found it at the thrift store, and I was like, why not? Yeah, I I want to say they almost go the oh it just grazed his head route, but it's like, did you not see the amount of blood that flew on her face after she yeah. shot him? I I think that's where they went, but I I might be wrong, and. There's this isn't like ruining anything for the second one as much as oh I don't you, care you as much, <laughs> I was gonna say as much as you can ruin it I think the thing that I really hated about it was yeah it was a very it was a very brutal movie like the way Michael kills people and who he kills like just sometimes I like that because I like oh man they they really went for it but this one was just a little bit too much but also there were way too many quote-unquote dream sequences of him talking to his mom and it's all glossy and she's all in a white dress and she's got like a i was gonna say a unicorn but i think it's just a white horse it just i'm like what, what the hell is this yeah, god rob zombie uh, <laughs> yep the hey just, it, I, it's not the worst halloween movie in the franchise so i I can't really remember four or five. I know that's like when the whole psychic the, thing starts to happen, right? No, it's. I think it's at the end of five, maybe. Because oh, it's okay. like uh, four and five, four introduces um, Lori's daughter that was like given up for adoption or something, or because Lori's mm-hmm. dead, and then it's like, oh, it's it's your uncle Michael, and then <laughs> she like puts on the fucking clown suit at the end and then kills somebody, and that's oh, the, that's, that's the right. fourth one, and that's when I was like, nope, I'm done. Um, so I haven't seen the fifth one. And then what was it? Halloween resurrection. Is that the the next one? Uh, no, I think the next uh, six is the one with Paul Rudd. Yeah. Six. Fuck. What was six? Um, curse of Michael Myers. That was five. Uh, one was the return Four. four is the return. Um, damn it. I have it right. I, I have it right here in front of me too. Um, let's see. Halloween. Was it curse? The Return of Michael Myers is number four, yes. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, The Revenge of Michael Myers Revenge. is number five. Okay. And then The Curse is number six. And then, yeah, Resurrection is. And then uh, H2O. You know, I really like H2O. I haven't seen it. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I have it, but I, I don't know. I got, I'll get to it. Okay. And, but I, I keep hearing that it's, that it's a great movie. I mean, yeah, definitely comparatively to some of the others, it's, it's really good, um, and you know I don't know if you listen to the Halloweenies 
podcast? Uh, I haven't. I haven't. Um, it's know. The, you know the losers club that does it. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which congratulations to you on being on that damn podcast. Yeah. I, would, yeah. I would have loved to be on there. That was a lot of fun. I had to I wake bet. up really early though, so I, I felt a little drowsy when I was going through it. But oh no. shit, really? Oh, because well, oh, is that just when they were able to do it, or it was like the night after I had a bar shift, so I got home at like three, got to sleep at four, had to wake up at like I don't know ten or something to oh shit to get uh, on there at eleven. But then it was like, yeah, oh, we're gonna be another half hour. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna go make some coffee and maybe splash <laughs> some water on my face. Yeah, but yeah, Same it was good. Um, um, Sorry, they, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was going to say they, because, you know, they chronicle each Halloween movie every month leading up to the new one. Um, yeah. And, you know, they were saying how a lot of us will look at that one as the ending of that particular uh, story arc, which um, I don't want to spoil that one for you. So I don't know if you know how it ends. Which one, H2O? Yes. Which one is it that, because um, I've, I've watched like, things on all the halloween movies so i'm pretty sure i know is that the one um where because Lori's alive in that one right mm-hmm. she comes yeah back, she's cause she yeah, dies she's... in resurrection yes. and then it's just like h2 was like hey guess what that last one didn't happen um uh, well no I, the, uh, it's it's uh flip-flopped it was h2o and then resurrection and she she's in h2o without the whole movie oh she is in h2o oh yeah yeah, yeah. is that yeah, the one where she, she kills him at the end but it turns out it wasn't him yes yeah, see, I, I know my Halloween. See, because, yeah, that it would have been a... The ending to that movie would have been a perfect ending to the franchise. Like, had you known that was going to be the last one, I feel like you would have stood up and clapped at the end and just been like, damn right, you know, that was a good ending. And then all of a sudden, two years later, hey, here's this really terrible resurrection movie. And here's another one. He's like, oh, we did we did too well in that in that last one. We need to make a shit Halloween movie now. Yeah. And then somewhere in, in a theater, Rob Zombie watched H2O, and then he watched Resurrection. He's like, if I ever remake these, I need to make a, a pretty good one and then a really shit one. Yeah. <laughs> and he definitely succeeded in that feat, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, this, this uh, second... I, I just cannot do his second one. I'll get to it eventually, I guess. I've seen... You know what? I've seen worse, I'm sure. I mean, have you ever seen the Human Centipede movies? No, no, I haven't seen those. That's, All right. Yeah. Well, I will say the first one for being what it is is good, um, which is just a straight-up horror movie. Yeah. I would never tell anybody to watch the second one because it's, maybe it's just me and what they showed in it. Like, I almost felt offended. I was just like, the hell, who would do this because... Yeah, the the shit inside that movie was just beyond anything I'd ever seen, and not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Like after I remember, because um, my buddy and I we had watched the first one, and then he was like, "Hey, the second one's on Netflix. Let's watch it." And we were like, "All right, why not?" And then we got to the end of it, and he just kind of looked at me, and he was just like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna go home." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm just gonna I want to be alone for a little bit." Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll avoid that one. Yeah, I, I've never seen the third one. I don't I don't want to. So, <laughs> I've, I yeah, I don't know. I've I've dealt enough with shitty situations in my life that I I don't want to watch something like that. Yeah, because you know there's there's fun horror movies that are very extreme and brutal, and there's other ones that are just like, why? <laughs> who 
who hurt you that you yeah. have to <laughs> <laughs> that you're imagining hurting while you're filming this right oh man um so you said you're more of a or you were more of a friday the 13th person growing up yeah i was when i was younger um because those are the ones that i for some reason my parents let me rent those um and uh i remember watching the first the first few and then uh, it wasn't i don't know then my my other buddy he had uh because I, I grew up in peace river and i don't know uh if if the people listening aren't familiar with the um the layout of alberta uh it's kind of this this small town um uh, in in like northern alberta it's like in the middle of a valley so it was i would live i lived in town and all the people in my class and all my friends lived on acreages like away from the town 15 minutes out of town or whatever so um and one of, one of my friends he, he you know i had one of them big dish satellites and they'd always uh so how, what, what, what do you call it you don't stream movies on a satellite you, i guess you order movies or something and then they just yeah. so they had all these these vhs tapes of recorded movies and uh and we'd always you know watch all the horror ones so that's where i first met freddie um we we stayed up one night and watched the first nightmare on elm street and damn that movie freaked the hell out of me <clears throat> oh i bet but it was um it was fantastic i loved it um and then a lot of like really bad horror movies that i can't even remember like really shit ones but they were we were really young so we we're just like oh man like this is super freaky <laughs> you know but um I don't know. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. They're they're good. I I think I like Elm Street more now though, as I've matured. Yeah. I know. I mean, that's the Friday Thirteenth movies. Like they're for for what they are. They're they're very good. They're um they can be very scary and they're 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 violent, but they're also very hammy too. You yeah. Know? I think they um, know what what they are. Exactly. Which. Like the Friday the Thirteenth series, I'm sorry, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street series. You know, I know Wes Craven never wanted Freddy to be the a, a wisecracker and and all that, right? So they just kind of ran with that in the later movies. Which, I mean, I, I do like that. That to me is kind of what makes Freddy Freddy. You know? Yeah, he's that that is M, the MTV horror monster. E- exactly. The, but that's uh, why um. Sorry, because uh, last night was on the horathon was um, Nightmare Four. Yeah, uh, which I think, and this is, I talked briefly um, with Mike Rothman on this when I was on the the Losers Club. Um, how it's it's I think it's the best uh, Fre- uh, Friday. No shit, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> and like everybody, everybody likes the third one, right? But um, I think the fourth one was that perfect blend of uh, horror and campiness because it had a lot of really silly parts, but it was also like damn like this is this is still pretty freaky like some of the deaths are like the roach death i was just gonna say is that the one with the roach death yeah that's the roach death that's that was fucking creepy and i didn't like it because body horror shit and just it's gross is that it might even be the same death is that when the dude is working out uh it's the the girl it's the oh friend and she's like pumping up the she's doing the weights and then freddie like rams it down and her her arms like split off Ugh. and then like the roach arms come. Yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> it, it's been so long since I've seen, um, from four up until, uh, the last one of the, 
like the uh, original series, but not New Nightmare because I've seen I've seen New Nightmare quite a bit. I, I like yeah. that one a lot. That one's really I liked. It was meta before it was cool to be like make a meta movie. Yeah. So like, props to Wes Craven for doing that, right? And that he went straight back to straight up horror for it. Yeah, yeah, I really but, liked it. But, uh, uh, but Freddy, Freddy's Dead, you're thinking the final, the final nightmare. Yeah, is that the, the one that was three D death? Three D, yeah. Had Alice Cooper as Freddy's dad. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And like the flashbacks, and you're like, "Oh, come on, boy, come on, and <laughs> give me the belt." And you're like, "Oh, Freddy was just an abused child, and that's why he is the way he is. like." We don't need that. Just that's almost taking away from his scariness. I guess it's trying to humanize him because then it was like his daughter was there too. Oh yeah, that was the the main protagonist was Freddy's daughter, and you're just like, "What is this? What? What even? <laughs> I don't even know. This is." fucking garbage the the best part of that movie i think is um the there's a goo goo dolls song at the start during uh-huh. the credits um fuck what's it called uh i'm awake now oh, and i okay. thought that, that was it's it's a rad tune and i liked it that's the one thing with the the nightmare series too uh it's either hit or miss for the music like yeah, it could either fit so well or just be really cheesy yeah yeah I, i'm definitely someone who thinks the I was gonna say I think the third one is I don't want to admit, not to say the best, but it's definitely my favorite of them. Um, it's definitely they, like, scarier than the ones afterwards. Yeah, it they get really creative with the deaths, but whereas some of them you can kind of laugh because it's so over the top, these are just like holy shit! Like that's that's pretty crazy. I I, I do think that the Welcome to Primetime bitch is overrated though. I, yeah, I was gonna say I know a lot of people hate that line. I think yeah. it's one of those ones. The first time you watch it, it it was pretty funny, but then after that, it's like okay, this was this is kind of stupid. Right. If you watched it back in 1980, whatever, you're probably like, oh my god, that. <laughs> oh geez, who's the writer on this? This is just <laughs> fantastic. Uh, oh, yeah, now you're just like, oh shit. Yeah Why? that that was definitely the the MTV coming out, MTV generation coming out right there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you have uh, a? Oh, go ahead. What? Oh no, no, no! You still got? Is it? it I was going to jump to something else, but do you still got some Nightmare on Elm Street stuff, or what were you? Oh no, no, no! I was going to jump to something else, but go right ahead. Oh, um, well, I was gonna. I I think that I, I watched a movie last night that I think it's going to be a contender for my my favorite um, good bad movie. Have you ever seen Slumber Party Massacre? If I have, it's been a very long time. Oh my god! I watched this movie for the first time last night, and it, I was—it made me so happy. It was—it was so ridiculously awesome. And, yeah, I saw—I uh, saw that you were watching it, and it made me really curious. Yeah, like because I thought, oh, it's just going to be some some shitty slasher flick or whatever, and and essentially it's like, oh, this this mental patient has has broken out of jail or broken out of the home or whatever. He's going around with this big power drill, and just like brutally murdering people oh my god yeah and and it's just like and these girls are having a sleepover a slumber party or whatever and it's just like oh what's gonna happen right and there's like the the new girl who lives next door to like the popular girl and she was invited to the party but they're all mean so she's gonna stay home with her sister while the girls are all there and all this crazy shit is going down um i really liked it as soon as the movie started out there's a like the radio goes on and and this this woman's screaming and she's like just won this prize on the radio and she's like oh my god like 
what is it, $100 or a, a TV or a fridge? It's like, yeah, hey, get a brand new station T-shirt. And <laughs> I I worked in radio for three years, and I fucking died when I when I, <laughs> when I heard this. Because I'm like, this is that is exactly like the shit that would happen. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, you won. It's like, oh, what'd you win? I don't know. Here's a fucking keychain or something. And then everyone's like, oh, Christ. <laughs> but it was stupid shit like that. And I was like, oh, my God. And then, like, immediately after that, she gets out of bed because I, I I had made the joke on on Instagram. I posted. I'm like, should I watch boobs, oh, Slumber yeah. Party Massacre, or or boobs, but also fish because I had piranha too. And like, there's there's the radio bit, and then like I think we were like just a minute into the movie, and it's just like boobs delivered. Like, <laughs> all right, all right, rad. Um, first gruesome death was at six minutes. So that was awesome. And then uh, what was it? Oh, there was another part that I, I fucking died at. Because, like, somebody's – they get into the to the car and um, somebody is driving and, and it's like this news bulletin. It's like, oh, this this dangerous psychopath has escaped and he's believed to be in, in the area. And it's like, hey, people, you're going to fucking die. Like, the movie is trying so hard to tell – and they're, like, switching it over to music or something. It's like, like man, the movie's – you got no one to blame but yourself. The movie's trying to tell you that you're all going to die, but you just keep ignoring it. Like, yeah. it, was, it was crafted in such a way that was, like – it was ridiculous, and it was it was super self-aware. And I watched one of the uh, – because uh, Amy Jones was the director on this thing. Um, and you don't expect it to be, like – like, there was a woman screenwriter and a woman uh, director on this. And oh, – uh, and yeah, and I, I was watching the the extras, and she was like, "That was kind of a big thing." Like, um, it w- it was kind of scoffed at when she was when she was working at it, because it was like, "Oh, w- you know, women don't do those kind of movies, kind of thing. They don't do the the horror slasher gruesome genre kind of thing, right?" And then she was just like, "Fuck them." And and uh, Roger Corman has his name on this. I don't know if that that rings any bells. Oh, he does. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he does a lot of a lot of great bad movies. Um, but yeah, it was, I don't know, Summer Party Massacre. I, I really liked it. I recommend you checking it out. I, I probably will. It's a good one. And then the second one, I think it's it gets even more ridiculous. And there's a guy and the drill is also a, a guitar. <laughs> it, it was like a, a... I think that Slumber Party Massacre 2, and I haven't seen it yet, so I can't be sure. But it's like what Evil Dead 2 is to the Evil Dead. Oh, wow. So I think it's like partially a remake, but also like delving into that comedy. Oh, okay. And yeah, the first one, it's a comedy too. It was written as a comedy, but it, it's, I don't know. You don't expect it to be like that. You can, you can like cut all this out. I just rambled on a bit for, no, that's totally fine. Super party massacre, but yeah, that's, check it out. It's a good... that's why we're here. <laughs> uh, so it... yeah, what, what were you going to say before I went on that diatribe? Oh, well actually now what I was going to say is I feel like they got away with the whole, it, it, it wasn't the same, uh, same lady that directed it. It wasn't the writer, right? No. Okay. So I feel like they probably got away with that easier, especially probably because it was going to be a horror comedy movie. And they were just like, oh, who gives a shit? Nobody's going to watch it anyway. Like, go ahead make your movie. Right. Unfortunately, but. Well, and she, she, had the, um, she had the opportunity to either direct this movie or to be a, a, a video editor on E.T. And she said she Ooh. took a chance because she, she was like, I didn't, I've been editing for a while. Like I didn't want to, do that anymore i wanted to take a chance and be a director and uh and i guess this movie has formed a, a pretty big cult following this is why i love the, the scream factory releases because they're packed with like all the extras and you can be like you really like dive deep and you feel like an intellectual when you're watching these movies and you're like did you know that this yeah. was you know heard it or did her i wonder uh, in retrospect if she would 
still say that she would have done this movie or if she would have been like, shit, I really should have edited E.T. <laughs> well, because the, 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 when was the, the interview was like, I think it was 90, maybe 2006 or something. Okay. And the movie itself was 82. So, I mean, this was, she was already looking back on it being like, yeah. Damn, yeah, it's 20 years removed. Right? It was like, right on. I don't know. Because I, I wonder if she would have gotten, oh, man. Yeah, she she must have just d- definitely done it either as a passion project or, like you said, she had just done editing for so long. It was just like, I, I got to try something new here. Mm-hmm. Well, because she, she, um, she did a treatment um, for it, like the first scene or whatever. And uh, and wrote it down, and they shot it like on a on a thousand dollar budget or something. And then they went to and showed it to Roger Corman, and he was like, "I need you to make this movie. Like, keep going. Here's more money." And I think that the the what? I was gonna say, here's another thousand dollars. Go finish it. Right. <laughs> but uh, but no, it was it was great. It was a fun time. I'm glad I watched it. I'm gonna have to look it up and see if it's streaming anywhere, or I might just have to just break down and buy the Blu-ray. Yeah, it's it's a nice set. I would uh, I'd recommend it. Are you planning on watching the second one now? Yeah, not not yet though. Like, uh, oh, give me some time, <laughs> and I'll get let, into. Let the first one marinate a bit. Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, like, I got so many other movies to watch right now. Yeah, that's um, true. With the horathon and stuff. Because I. Yeah, I, I don't know. And I, I I just bought a bunch of uh, movies as well. I'm trying to think of the latest horror movie I bought. It was probably Hereditary. Yeah, I bought that one too. Have um, you seen that one yet? Yeah, I watched it in theaters. I haven't seen it oh, okay. in theaters. Um, and actually, there was a, what is it, a retro video release. There's this, mm-hmm. this company I came across that does new movies on, on VHS, and I ordered a copy of Hereditary. So that's, I'm excited. And it's on VHS? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. I got like I- Deadpool 2, Cabin in the Woods, um, uh, the new It on VHS and it's really really neat how they did it cuz it's the it's the cover of the Tim Curry mini series uh-huh. where where he's like kind of creeping around the corner but it's um uh Bill Scrat Sked that the, it's the new Pennywise Oh, Scarsgard? <laughs> Scarsgard? Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Oh, that's kind of uh-huh. cool. And I'm assuming it's got the newer kids on the bottom probably. Yeah, I think so. I uh I don't know. I just looked at it. This is that's what happens when I when I drink and and uh and shop. I'm just like I need all of these things. <laughs> Was it called retro? What? Uh, retro video release. Oh, retro. I ran, I ran across, across them on uh, Instagram. Oh, and I got a trick or treat. They had a had a copy of that. Um, or trick or treat. If you if you're a person who says it like that, I don't know. I thought it was the apostrophe. Trick yeah, or treat. I, yeah, I always say, I always just say trick or treat. Mm-hmm. Which Is unfortunately that- I had not seen until mm, four years ago. Five maybe. That's a good one. I really like it. it. Yeah, it was really good. I love horror anthology movies. Yeah. See, that's the kind of shit that we could have got if Halloween didn't, you know, go back to the to the BS of the the stuff. The Michael Myers. But people need their money. <laughs> uh, people do. Yeah. Apparently. All right. Yeah. That's fine. But yeah, then we do get awesome things like that. Oh, retro release video. That's the one. I just looked them up here. Oh, okay. where, where VHS is king. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Retro release video. I'm definitely going to see what they have. Because I was just, um, when I was looking at your uh, post that had all the movies listed, I can see all the 
VHS in the background and I used to be someone who I had boxes of VHSs everywhere yeah. and once we got to moving around th- there was one year where damn we must have moved three or four times in one year so eventually we just slowly started trickling down to okay which ones can I get rid of which ones can I get get rid of and now I'm probably down to maybe a box if I can find it unfortunately yeah well as long as those are you know the really special ones to you right yeah so I you know I was just like I gotta find my VCR and start watching VHS again because it's been so long Mm. there's something magical about it too it's it's got to be the nostalgia factor I'm, at least i'm sure that's a huge part of it yeah yeah i think so i still got my my tv vcr combo so i like to just a little guy right yeah so i like to i don't know sometimes i'll set it up and just pop one in while i'm doing something and then i also have uh i have three vcrs i think including oh, the tv combo yeah and it's all stuff that i've i've kept um over the years i have a i have a betamax player too Holy like, um, crap. Yeah, that was that was pretty excellent. Oh uh, well it was my grand my grandpa had a Betamax and then he had boxes of just recorded movies from TV. Mm-hmm. And uh he actually the one night um I guess he, he recorded the first Friday the thirteenth and the first Halloween movie. So I oh, have damn. those on, on Betamax and then like in between or after them is um is like Kenny Rogers the Gambler or something. Um, cause I, my grandpa was like a country fan, right? So I'm like, I bet he like set it to record and like all he wanted to record was the Kenny Rogers thing. But, but Hey, I got, I got Friday the 13th and Halloween. So oh, damn, yeah. I, I want to say, I think my grandpa at one point had a, um, oh damn. Was it a laser disc? Oh. Um, and I just now remembered it, but I'm, and I was just visiting them, but I'm sure it's long gone by now. I am almost certain he had a um, Star Wars Episode Four on Laserdisc. Oh, that would be so rad. Which I know now would probably be worth some money. Yeah, Laserdisc. Yeah, very possibly. I mean... I don't know. Star, Star Wars is tough. Um, yeah. If it was like an original thing, right? But like anything that comes after, it's just been repressed to, to shit. That's like I saw... Um, somebody had the trilogy... Not like the, the, wide, the special edition box set. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the the gold and silver one, but the, before that there was another trilogy box set, which was uh, I think in the nineteen ninety five releases or something, and it has like the half faces, it has like Vader, Stormtrooper, and Yoda yeah. on uh, on the separate movies. And there's a there's a box of that, and somebody's trying to sell it on one of the the pages on Facebook in town here. And they were like fifty bucks. I'm like I I have all those fucking movies, and I got them for ninety nine cents a piece. Like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Take your head out of your ass, there, man. You don't. But people don't understand the value of things sometimes, um, which I think is really funny. Like you'll, or even like sometimes I'll be like, "Oh man, like this must be worth." I'm I'm thrifting and I I find something. I'm like, "Oh, this must be worth a lot of money." Like, and I take it home and I look it up, and I'm like, "Well, it's worth like twice as much as I paid for it," which is st- you know that's a win. I'll take it. Yeah. But then other things like that. Um, Do you see the the Phantasm action figure that I managed to come across? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I paid like six bucks for that, and it's going for like seventy bucks on on eBay. Oh shit! Which is is pretty neat. That's another series that I haven't watched. Phantasm. I may have seen the first one, but again, it's probably been so long. Watching it again will be like the first time. Yeah. Uh, oh, just real quick here, I looked up the what the budget was for Slumber Party Massacre because I was curious. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had a budget of two hundred and fifty thousand, and it made three point five million in the box office. All right, that's not that's not a bad return. 
that's not a bad return at all. So, and you know, like you said, it's still got a huge cult following. So I'm sure it's a slow trickle every year for them so for mm-hmm. the past 30, 40 years now, almost. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's all right. So they didn't do too bad for themselves. That's the good thing about, well, at least for them about horror movies is you can make nowadays a damn good horror movie for two, $3 million, but then it's going to gross 60, 70. Yeah. Yeah. But then you like, can also pour like, you know, 60 into one and then it'll return uh, maybe half that sometimes. Yeah. They they got lucky with, well, I think it was to be expected, but I'll say they got lucky with it and how well it did. Cause I think that was probably a 40, $50 million movie. Hmm. Yeah, but that that has a lot. Of, I mean, right now everyone's pouring money into Stephen King properties. Oh yeah, which is nice. It's a great time to be a Stephen King fan. Yes. Um, and I mean, we're not getting a lot of really bad things. Um, besides like the Dark Tower. <laughs> I, was, um, <laughs> I was just gonna say. But hey, at least we'll probably, maybe, hopefully, never get another Langoliers, uh, yeah. like or, or something of that level of shit. Yeah. Um. That, yeah, I don't know. A lot of like, good I, stuff out there, though. I haven't seen the all of it, anyway. All of the Stand original series, which no, I hear... I, I haven't seen the whole thing. I think I've seen maybe the... Uh, I know I've seen the first part in full. I may have seen part of the second. And I think from what I understand, the first half was a lot better than the second half. But as a whole, it wasn't... You know, it definitely wasn't as bad as it could have been. Right. Yeah, it's it's an entertaining... There's good parts to it. I mean, for a, what is it? It's like a six hour series or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty long and, um, it does get a little, I don't know. I think cause the book is so big, right. And there's so much stuff in there and it's like, well, what can we include? What can we leave out kind of thing? And, but it's, it does have that abrupt kind of ending. It's like, Oh, Hey, it's, we're done. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm going to rewind it and watch that crowded, crowded house song again. Cause I like that. <laughs> Okay, check. Do what? Uh, as just as I'm still on this page here. Um, the the real quick the um the description for Slumber Party Massacre two. Oh god, is a uh, a loosely based sequel to Slumber Party Massacre. The film follows an adult Courtney from the first film as she and her friends in a rock band are attacked by a supernatural killer with power drilled guitar. <laughs> This is amazing. Uh, oh my god. The the killer, it's the killer from the first one, but he's reincar- reincarnated as a greaser armed with a guitar. Fashioned <laughs> out of a giant power drill. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, I guess I'm not going to watch uh, wait to watch the second one. I'm going to go find this fucking thing. I need, to, I need to see it. Oh. I really hope it's written and directed by the same people. I think it is. Uh, I I hope so. I just shut the, shut the tab here, but oh shit, <laughs> where is it? Uh, good old reopen close tab, but that's go. not that's not the one that I wanted to reopen. Hold oh, on. Uh, now I can't find. There it is. Uh, Slumber Party Massacre two. Uh, Deborah Brock, uh, different director. Oh, for this one, it's written and directed by the same same person, Deborah Brock. Oh wow. So, at least it's directed yeah. by another woman. I mean. Yeah. At least so they like kept that going. Right. And then, uh, yeah, there's a third one, and then there's two sorority house massacre movies. Huh. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I wonder if those are spinoffs, I'm assuming. I'm guessing. Hmm. Who knows? They're, they're more they're more Roger Corman things, so Oh, yep, there you go. Yeah, that's loosely based it's how like Carnosaur one, two, and three are loosely based in the same timeline. Oh Lord. <laughs> it's 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 been a long time since since I seen the first one, and I remember it again for what it is. It's it's very fun to watch, but if you you know did a step back, you're like that was kind of a terrible movie. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's like it's a it's a enjoyable terrible movie. Oh yeah, I, I've never seen the sequels, but I, I know I've seen the first one. The second one's pretty fun. It's it's like it's almost like Alien. It's like like it's it's a beat for beat remake of Alien, but with dinosaurs. Oh wow. Yeah. It's like a it's like a, a poor man's Dino Crisis movie, oh, shit. which which we'll probably never get. But I would love to see a Dino Crisis movie. Oh hell yeah! Horror dinosaurs. Why why don't we have more movies like this? Well, I guess the New Jurassic World was was somewhat of a, a horror movie. It it was definitely darker than the the last one. That's for sure. I really enjoyed it. I liked it. Everyone's talking shit about it, but I mean, don't get me wrong; it's not perfect. I <laughs> but, uh, I I think it's two thirds really good and then the last third it kind of dips a tiny bit um but it definitely leaves you wanting more and to see what's going to happen in this last one final one yeah well we'll uh i don't know we'll see when the when the time comes let's say final for this decade we'll get another one in a few years yeah yeah that's true it is true hey have you heard of this in search of darkness um horror documentary it sounds familiar. It's uh, the definitive 80s horror documentary. Oh, shit. No, I haven't. Um, so I found out... Who posted it? Some One of the one of the channels I follow on YouTube um, posted a trailer for it. And I was like, oh, this looks freaking cool. I think it was Good Bad Flicks, mm-hmm. um, which is a fantastic YouTube ser- uh, channel or series or whatever. And uh, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. So I, And they were do- they're doing a Kickstarter for it. So I, I went over and I was like, oh, this is like, it looks intense. Like the, and a, the trailer's really well put together. I'm like 80s horror. Like, I love that shit. I will, I believe in this. I am going to, because I've never backed a Kickstarter in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this, this seems like a good place to start. So I, you know, I backed enough to get the Blu-ray or whatever. And then, um, and I think it's going until, yeah, there's 28 days left in the, um, uh, to pledge for this project. And uh, I think two days ago they were at at half of what they needed, and they have already surpassed their goal. So we oh, are going to see this movie. Yeah, I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like, uh, what is it in Canadian dollars? Because I that's, oh, hold on, can I can I move this converted from? Yeah, so they're they're like ten thousand dollars over what they needed right now. Oh damn! Which is pretty freaking cool. Hopefully so yeah, put that towards something extra like packaging or even special features or something right give me a give me a vinyl soundtrack or something oh there you go that'd be rad you you remind get, me when you're get talking it on laser disc yeah <laughs> <laughs> even though <laughs> good luck trying to find a laser disc player nowadays right that's a pain in the ass. sorry what were you saying um you reminded me when you were talking about that have you ever seen it's called terror in the isles Terror in the Isles. <gasps> yeah, that was included on one of my Halloween DVDs. Yes. Or Blu-rays. Um, um, I watched that when I was little, when it was just it itself was available on VHS, which now, hindsight, I wish I had that on a VHS, because apparently it 
is a very hard movie to license because of so many movies that were included right, in right. it, um, which I'm really surprised that they got all those movies to remaster and all that for the Blu-ray, which I still don't have. I don't think, I know I have a Halloween collection, but that wasn't included on no, there. This was on the Halloween two, I think. Uh, yeah. 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 That, that's, it's just so fun to watch because it's just so many clips of just all these horror movies. They're like, Oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. Oh, d- yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always like stuff like that, that are just, um, like you said, clips from horror movies or even just, uh, Oh, there was a TV channel that used to do, I don't know if they did it. I think they only did it a couple years in a row, but it was like a countdown of like the hundred scariest movie moments. And it was like an eight hour long block. Cause they would show a good two or three minute clip from each movie, you know, yeah. times that by a hundred. And it was just cool to see the countdown, what movies they threw on there, what parts they threw on there and just shit like that is fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always down for good horror doc. Oh hell yeah! I, That's I, like I'm, the... I'm very excited going? for the the Pennywise one coming out. Oh, do they have a Pennywise one? Uh, well, it's I think it's the making of the original miniseries. Yeah, so I th- I'm pretty sure that's what it's about. Ooh, oh, you know what? Recently, recently, I don't know a little while ago, I guess. Um, I went back and watched the miniseries, but I watched it with the commentary on. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, that was a lot of fun, um, getting that insight from from the actors and and I think for um, I don't know I can't quite remember if it's if it's all the adult actors just doing that. I think it would be fun if they did the uh, the uh, I think it was just yeah the adult actors doing the commentary. There was like three of them or something, and um, and then they they would just talk about the kids and being like, oh yeah, they were you know they were good kids trying to we were trying to play the same character or whatever and. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, also, the uh, Never Sleep Again documentary. Have you seen that one? I, I've been wanting to, but I I still haven't. Oh, it's good. Um, I managed to pick up like a, a two-pack uh, two that had that one and Crystalloid Memories. Oh, wow. Which is narrated by Corey Feldman. So that's... Crystalloid Memories? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because he, uh, he was young... What was he, Jarvis? Oh, Tommy, Tommy Jarvis in I the think. fourth one. Something um, like that? Yeah, one? he was in. No, he was in the. It was the fourth one because it wasn't okay. the first one where he had his mask. It was. I think it was the, the one after that. Because the second one, he just has the bag the whole time, right? Yeah, or the the knapsack, whatever the hell you want to call it. The the potato potato sack or whatever potato sack. And then and then yeah, he gets the hockey mask, and then uh, then it's Tommy Jarvis that like kills him because it's the final Friday or whatever. Or, final friday the 13th and then it's like oh a new beginning and it's not even jason it was tommy all along spoiler alert oh that's right and then they and then it gets into the, like the zombie shit him getting struck by lightning and coming back oh that's right i remember that and, one then then he takes manhattan and then what was the i don't think i've seen the one where um they introduce like the psychic girl that's supposed to be like his his uh his enemy uh I think that was, is that Jason? No, it's not Jason lives. I don't think. I don't think it was Manhattan. Maybe it was, maybe it was just the last one. I think it was the one, one before Manhattan. I don't know. But yeah, there was a one where there's this little girl and she was like, ah, I got psychic powers. I'm going to go fire starter on you. And then (laughs) it just, it just didn't catch on. So. 
and then and then he goes to space and then yeah yeah he <laughs> sure does well before he goes to space he goes to hell oh that's right and, yeah and then afterwards he battles freddy wait after how, after well, after oh, going he went, to, did he go after to space, going to space first yeah i yeah because that was the 10th movie because it was jason x ha ha very very good yeah um, and then it was the final friday because it was like the reason they couldn't call it Friday the 13th was some sort of contractual obligation because um, Alliance got the rights to the character but not the, the name of the movie series. And so that's why it was like Jason X and Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday. Um, and they couldn't call it Friday the 13th. So, But but they could have his character in there? That was kind of strange. Yeah, I don't, there was some sort of... Some sort of thing. I watched some documentary on it. Well, it was the it was the Crystal Lake Memories one, and they explained it in there. But it's it's like a it's a four. How many? One. I think they're both like six hour documentaries or something. I was gonna say I I, I know the Freddy one was yeah like four and a half hours long. Cause I remember putting it on on Netflix one day, and I got like twenty minutes in. I had to pause it, and I was like, holy shit! There's three and a half hours left. Yeah, I'm not yeah. watching this right now. <laughs> So, well, they go through every movie, right? And they, they give you a little in-depth insight into it. Oh, so, damn. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty wicked. And then, uh, but of course it ends, the Friday the 13th documentary ends. It's just like, and then we remade Friday the 13th. And <laughs> time will tell as to how <laughs> this one will be received. I'm surprised it's been so long since the remake of Friday the 13th that they didn't make a sequel and or haven't just remade it again. Right. And, and it wasn't terrible. It wasn't good, but it. Uh, yeah, it was. Eh. It was. I'm, it was. It basically I've just seemed like it. another entry. It was because there are some really bad Friday movies. Um, so I mean, it's not. I think it's just like because it's it's developed like a pedigree. Um, it's like oh yeah, Friday Thirteenth movie has to be these certain things, but um, but that new one no, it's it's a remake and it's terrible. It's bad. But it's like, no, it's, it hits all the beats that it needs to, you know, it's, it's got it's, a guy in a hockey mask and yeah. it's, it's killing kids that are getting naked and doing bad things, you know, um, yeah. it wasn't as bad. Like the, the Nightmare on Elm Street didn't get a very good uh, remake. Yeah. See, it was one of those things. It wasn't bad, but it also wasn't good. Uh, uh, God damn it. What's his name? Um. Jackie Earl Haley. I thought he did a really good job at playing Freddy, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just different, right? It's weird seeing someone other than England. Oh yeah. yeah, but at least they didn't try. He didn't try emulating England at all. He was like, "Nope, I'm going to do my own thing." And yeah. there was no punchlines or quips. It was just he was not a good person or anything at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, this isn't the MTV generation, so yeah, can't can't keep going with that shtick. <laughs> the uh, well I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can say original but the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake um it again it, I wouldn't call it good but I, I wouldn't call it bad either it was for, no, it wasn't terrible it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad the, the ones that came after that were god awful at least to me yeah like I'm I'm a pretty big Friday or fuck what 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 series are we on now <laughs> Um, Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I love the series. Um, I've seen all of them, you know, multiple times. Um, except for the new Leatherface. I haven't taken time to watch that one yet. 
Yeah, I mean, either. I heard that one was all right. Um, yeah, but the 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 beginning, uh, Texas Chainsaw: The Beginnings or whatever, the the prequel to the remake. Yeah, that was pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, and then you know what, Texas Chainsaw 3D or just Texas Chainsaw or whatever. Uh, with with uh, Alexandra Daddario. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was it was it was bad, but it was enjoyably bad. Yeah. Like I don't know. It it just got it it knew that it was dumb. I think exactly. And it was just like yeah, hey, cuz, and throws him the fucking chainsaw, and then he just like oh it's oh god. <laughs> um, at least it wasn't as bad as Texas Chainsaw Generations, Is which. The one with uh, Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, and Renee Zellweger. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen that one, too. Oh, yeah. It's it's bad, but it's... And then you get uh, Leatherface in, like, full drag at the end. So, like, he's he's finally come come full circle from wearing, you know, a lady's face at the end of the first one to now he's got tits. Where did those <laughs> come from? I don't know. Sure. I didn't realize it got that bad at the end. Oh, yeah. he's He's, like, got a dress on. He's got, like a pretty full breast uh, and like long hair and he's got lipstick on and all the, yeah, it's just like, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? The Illuminati show up at the end and they're like, we were trying to give you a, a scare experience and all this stuff. And I'm like, what are you, are you talking to me? Are you talking like <laughs> me watching the movie? Are you apologizing for this weird fucking movie? It's, it was, it's, it was good though. I liked it. I, I thought it was fun. It sounds like a, a inverse of uh uh, damn it! Sleepaway Camp ending. Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, the, with the uh, with that big big reveal. Yeah, the, the, what is regarded as one of the the best twists in in slasher cinema. And you know that's it's definitely warranted because did you see that coming? <laughs> no, sure didn't. Yeah. I mean, it's, like hindsight, you you could probably pick up on it as you go through. The yeah. Movie. Um. Yeah. Right on. But I think it's also you were just you were enjoying the ride of that movie. Then at the very end, you were just like, "Holy shit! What the hell just happened?" <laughs> yeah, because I think it just ends immediately after that shot, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah. And then there was a couple other like terrible sequels. Um, have you ever seen the initiation? I don't think so. Um, so it has. Oh, what's her name? She plays Princess Vesper in the in Spaceballs. Oh, damn it. Uh, but you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's it's this sorority house, and they have this, like, her dad owns a shopping mall. And so they're like, oh, we're going to we're gonna break in to the shopping mall and go around. And, uh, and it's like, oh, like, cool, right on. Um, this is your initiation to be in the, the fraternity house or whatever. And so they all go in there, and then you find out that, oh, somebody's been... Um, there's like a murder on the loose again. It's it's classic slasher, whatever. Um, so the kids are getting killed off in this in this shopping mall, and uh, and you find out that the, the the killer is actually like her real dad or something. I think I've seen it once, so I might be getting some of these wrong. Mm-hmm. But um, so so you find that out, and it's like oh my god! And then they then he gets like he gets killed, um, because you're like oh no, there's actually another. Like killer, what's and then like she steps around. This girl steps around him and is like, "Haha, it was me all along, your t- identical twin sister." That up until this point, 
we haven't said a goddamn thing about. <laughs> and then they like, there's a, a mild scuffle and she gets stabbed and then the movie's over. Oh God. So it's like, <laughs> like it's, it's great. It's a great movie, but like out of nowhere, you're just like, <laughs> like you could tell they were just kind of making this on the fly. Yeah. And then, and then like, okay, we're at, how do we end the movie? And it's like, I don't fucking know. Like throw, uh, grab the hat. Where's the idea hat? Identical twin is killer. All right, let's. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need our big twist ending, and we can't think of one. Right? They were like making it, and Sleepaway Count came out, and they're like, "Oh fuck! Like we need <laughs> we need something to match this, right?" We should have made <laughs> we should have made it be her twin brother. She didn't know she had. It's like she jumps. Up, I'm your identical twin brother. Or twin sister, but I'm also I'm actually your identical twin. Br- I don't know. I'm fucked. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I was, or they could have just went full, uh, full backwoods and been like, I'm. You know, it was your twin sister, but also your mother and aunt. <laughs> oh my god! What is what is going on? It was <laughs> you all along. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Ah <that's... laughs> oh, shit. The initiation? Yeah, I'm uh, looking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> the initiation. 1984. Oh, yeah. Damn these 80s horror movies. Right, I fucking love them. Uh, Vera Miles, I think is that, is that her name? Or is it? Yeah, uh, Vera Miles. There we go. It's, it's funny because that was something I had written down was, what do you think is your favorite era of horror movies and it sounds like it's probably the 80s oh yeah dude like hands down it's the 80s like there's some great um 70s horror uh but i think that it, it really hit its stride in the in the 80s for sure and then the 90s is a strange time for horror because it's like you get a lot of a lot of um a lot more bad movies i guess Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but it's not, it doesn't have the same charm as the eighties one does. Cause you watch a bad eighties movie and you're like, okay, like that's fine. It's, you know, it's, it's an eighties movie. It's, it's really f- cheesy and weird, but you get to the nineties and it's just like, they're almost trying a little too hard mm, yeah. or they're, they're getting a little too self-aware or something like, I don't know. It's like this dilution of horror for every decade until somebody finally snapped out of it. And then like now we've been getting some, some good stuff. Like Blumhouse is putting out some great, um horror movies oh hell uh, yeah some some you know some are just all right but it's like it's that shotgun blast approach i guess like let's let's throw everything out there and i'm sure a couple things will stick like um i was i was pleasantly surprised for uh happy death day yeah I, I checked that one out and i was like oh this is gonna be really dumb like this is but it was like the most feel-good horror movie i've ever seen in my life <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I came out of that movie like, yeah, I I should go live my life. Like, yeah, that's fantastic. They, they they definitely, you know, had a fun idea. And we're like, OK, we let's just run with this. And that's what they did. <laughs> like, what do you got for me? OK, I got Groundhog Day, but with a girl and she keeps dying. I love it. All right. Here's <laughs> here's however much money you need. Fuck it. We're Blumhouse. We got money. Especially after Get Out. Yeah, that's one that I still need. To, I have it, but I have not watched it. Oh man! But I I know like I know the whole plot because people yeah. have, have told me and stuff. So I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds like a great movie. And I'm like, maybe I'll watch it. 
But maybe I'll watch this other like shittier horror movie from the eighties that I haven't seen. <laughs> I, I I hate calling it a horror movie because I wouldn't even. Well, it's like a thriller, I guess, right? Yeah, but because it, uh, it, it's definitely its own thing. Because uh, people have told me like, oh, I, I don't want to watch it because I don't like scary movies, and I'm like, well, it's not a scary movie. Yes, it has like some scary themes, but it's just like so hard to describe. But then people. Who I've told that, like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a try, and they come back, and they're just like, holy shit, that was a good movie. I'm like, duh. <laughs> like, that's what I, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Nobody listens to me. I've only seen 50,000 movies, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Right. Yeah, no. Nah, I, I don't know what a good movie is. I don't know. <laughs> that's, Have that's you... Like, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I, I work with a lot of people who, who think they have, like... um. Uh, like a good opinion on what a what a what a good movie is, then I'll be like, or I'll recommend something. They're like, yeah, I, I checked out that movie and it was terrible, but I watched this other movie, which is actually terrible, and I I really liked that one. I'm like, oh yeah, right, you have a terrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> like I think I've said that to my boss at work too, and he just like he was like, like fuck you. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, I went and saw Hereditary. It was it was garbage. I'm like, what? Like, I thought The Witch was better, but, like, I still liked it. He's like, oh, The Witch? Yeah, that was so boring. I fell asleep. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. You know, what are you talking about? Sorry, what are you going to say? <laughs> well, n- now you got me thinking. It's like, it's the type of person who'd be like, oh, I absolutely uh, I absolutely hated Stand By Me, but, you know, I, I like other Stephen King movies like The Night Flyer. Like, whoa, what? The, the Night Flyer, <laughs> uh, I have... Uh, Moving on. Okay, pass. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, speaking of the 80s, this isn't necessarily a horror movie, but it's... Okay, well, anyway, have you seen uh, Student Bodies? Student Bodies. It sounds familiar. It's like the original Wayans Brothers scary movie before scary movie. I don't think I have. It. I had never seen it or heard of it before until... I started dating my girlfriend and she wound up telling me about it. And we uh, went to a used uh, music store and I found it on DVD and we watched it. And I was just like, holy shit, this is scary movie. And it's probably funnier than scary movie, which some people hate it. But I know, I mean, I I think the first two are pretty damn funny, but it's, it was just 80s horror movies being made fun of which a lot of 80s horror movies are you know already there for the picking anyway so yeah to have it done so well was just hilarious oh have to check this one out the the killer in it is called the breather the breather because all he does is when he when he calls people to kind of scream all all you hear is him just One of my favorite scenes in that whole movie is it's just, it's a straightforward scene. It's the principal talking to, I don't know if it's the main character or not. It's been a while, but they're just talking and like his phone rings and he's like, oh, you know, excuse me. And he answers it and he just hears, <sighs> and he's like, what the hell? And hangs up and he's like, okay. So they just keep talking and mid sentence, he just stops and just like looks down at his phone for a second, picks it up and listens. And you just hear, <sighs> and he hangs it up again. That sounds it's, great. I'll it, check it, it out. Yeah, it's kind of hard to find, um, although I think they did re-release it on Blu-ray, but it's like $30, which is insane for 
an eighties movie on Blu-ray. Well, that's like all these all these Scream Factory ones. Like they're all pretty pricey, which kind of sucks. Like uh, it's got all the good good. Like I paid what I think it was like twenty three bucks for Slumber Party Massacre, which was worth every penny. Might I? I was gonna say it seems like you got your money's worth out of it. Student bodies. Oh yeah, they got. Oh shit! Fucking forty bucks for the for the DVD. Holy shit! Yeah, I don't think it's sold by no. It's it's sold by Amazon. Who's putting this out? Why is it so expensive? What is this Olive Films? Who the fuck's all of films? <laughs> I might understand it if it's a if it's an Arrow video release, but like that that the case just looks like a a blue Blu-ray case. Like that's no, that's nothing. DVD's twenty bucks. Still a little bit too much for me. I'm gonna, you know what? Nah, fuck it. I'll I'll find the the VHS somewhere for like well, two two dollars. I I looked. Uh, wow, I looked it up, and there's it comes in a double pack with. Wow, I've never heard of this movie. Jekyll and Hyde together again. Yeah, I saw that one too, but on Canadian Amazon, it's 50 bucks for the double pack. Holy shit, it's $13 for That's America. Bull- <laughs> I might have to... God damn it! If, if, see, oh yeah, see, the Blu-ray is only third party. Well, the uh, standalone th- Blu-ray is only third party, so I may just have to uh, get that one for you and just ship it to you because it'd be oh, a be lot fantastic. damn cheaper, that is for sure. Yeah. Well, after you ship it out, it might not be shipping yeah, any anything in or outside of Canada or to Canada is like is ridiculous. Which is especially coming from America, that's kind of ridiculous. It's like we're connected. Like, yeah. come on, how how hard is it? You don't have to ship it overseas, All right? But yeah, for some reason, even if I'm sending something like I don't know to to a, a town five hours away, it's like, oh yeah, twenty bucks. Give me what are you what are you trying to say? I'm like the whatever whatever I'm sending isn't even worth that much. Like yeah. sending a letter, like piss <laughs> off. <laughs> trying to send someone a goddamn bookmark, like come on. Uh, what's what uh what state is like below you? Uh, Montana. Uh, I think okay. uh Montana or Colorado. I think. Oh, uh, you're not. Uh, yeah, you're you're only an hour time zone ahead of me so that's not too far away yeah like uh i i went to school in lethbridge um which is it's like on one of the southernest most parts of uh of alberta mm-hmm. and and like you can see the, the rocky mountains in the distance so that's, oh, that's kinda, cool yeah yeah i mean and then like the american rocky mountains not the ones that are that are on canadian territory so that was yeah. kind of neat and it's just like yeah colorado is just over there in the distance let's <laughs> Let's go, let's go check it out, and then we never did. Oh, right. Well, now you need a damn passport to go. I don't know about. I'm sure it works both ways, but before uh, you didn't need a passport to get to Canada, but now you do. I don't know if it's the same for yeah. you guys. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do. Yeah, you really, you really gotta have everything, uh, everything all in order there. Which is, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. What is it? Mon- Montana. Where's I'm looking at a map right now. Am I wrong? <laughs> Where the fuck is Colorado? Isn't that... Why is Colorado not on here? Is that... Colorado's beside Montana, right? I believe so. I thought, like, in between Washington and Montana, there should be a state called Colorado. <laughs> Where is it? No. What the fuck? 
What am I thinking? Colorado? Is Colorado a state? It no. is. No. Oh, there it is. Wait, Colorado's there? My God, I do not know my United States geography. It's like three states down from from oh, Alberta. Oh, apparently, I don't know mine either. Okay, the Montana Rocky Mountains then. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Well, learn something new every day, I guess. You're in... Uh, oh, you're in... I'm in Alberta. Alberta. Yeah, I'm in Grand Prairie, Alberta. So it's okay. like eight, eight hours north of Calgary. Yeah, you're like... If you went straight down, you're right at the edge of Washington. You're like at the tip of Washington, Idaho, and Montana. Yeah. All right. Fuck when when I used to live in northwestern Washington for a couple years, and there was a town about maybe thirty, maybe a thirty minute drive away from us, and um, there would be a ferry there, and it would take you to uh, Victoria. Oh yeah. And that's the I think I've been there twice, so that's the only place i've been to in canada which from what i remember of victoria was really nice but i feel like where we were was probably just a very touristy part of the city yeah yeah and victoria is not a really good uh i guess example of canada in in whole because it's just like it's like the southern western most point of canada and it's basically in washington yeah, like, um, I, like I said, it was like a twenty-minute, thirty-minute drive, twenty-minute ferry ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, it's really touristy there. And I don't know, it's nice. BC is really nice. I haven't been there for years, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Alberta, I like it too. We got we got a good we got a good layout here in Alberta. A lot of a lot of mountains, a lot of forests. Got some plains. So you're getting a lot of damn snow. Yeah, this morning I woke up and looked outside, and it was snowing. So. We live deep in the valley, so all we it's it's still, you know, we're at the end of we're at the almost in the middle of October, and it's still hot. Like everyone's still walking around in shorts and tank tops because it's so damn hot in here and smoggy, and just we we finally got rain. It rained very hard for about fifteen twenty minutes the other day, and that's the most rain we've seen in six seven months. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh yeah, we're we're constantly in a drought here in the. In the valley. Cause you're, sorry, you're in... Is Washington just home or are you in Washington right now? No, no, no. Uh, uh, I, I'm home in, in California. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was up there last week um, for eight days. Mm. Yes. Didn't, didn't, get, uh, didn't get above 80 degrees, which is beautiful considering here it's been mid-90s, which I don't think you guys go by Fahrenheit up there, do you? <laughs> no, 90s would be... Uh, I don't even know. I gotta look in the, at my at my conversion app here, because uh, yeah, I don't... I don't know. It was I, I spent some time in Florida for a bit, and that was that was something. It was it'd really be, warm. It'd be 32 degrees for you guys. Like 32! That's like a hot Canadian summer day. <laughs> on on uh, mid-summer... Um, our worst days for you guys, according to this, would be forty and a half degrees. Ooh, yeah, that would be that would be very warm. It's That's like heat stroke kind of level. Yeah, at least it's dry heat here. I couldn't I couldn't do the the sticky southern. Oh heat and all that. man, Florida was insane. We kept our, our oh. hotel room at like twenty degrees Celsius, so I don't know what the uh, <laughs> what would the, what that would be. <laughs> that sounds like it'd be frozen my conversion app. So that's like we kept it at a crisp 68 degrees. <laughs> and then uh, 
And we'd, we, oh man, it was just like coming home when we like, we'd be walking through the, the hotel and we're just like, oh God, and we're like shorts and tank tops and it's like open the door and it's like this cool breeze would just hit you and you're like, ah, oh, I'm home. <laughs> I couldn't, I went to a Dunkin' Donuts and bought a coffee and I, I could not drink the coffee the whole time I had it and I had to throw it out because it just didn't get cold. It was just oh. hot all the time. And I'm like, this is, this is gar, what is this? Canada, you're uh, lucky if your your coffee stays warm that long, but warm I, that long, not piping hot like it was. Jeez, I I remember reading a, a a book not too long ago, and the main characters it's all set in Boston, but they have to go to Southern Florida for something, and just a perfect description of them saying like as soon as they got off the plane, it said oh something like the wet fur of humidity settled on them, and it's like oh. That sounds so perfect. Right. That's what it feels like. It's like, oh, I can feel the heat like, in every crevasse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, emphasis on the ass. Yeah. Oh, so so sweaty. And then we went down to Mexico because we, we went to Cozumel. We went on a boat on a big, big motorhead cruise. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then that was that was great. It was warm. It was so warm. Oh my god! Was I can Just a sticky down there, or is it still dry heat? It was, I, I would think it, when we were on the ocean, it was it wasn't as uh, dry, but it was like it was that I don't know, kind of like saltiness in the air. You know, like, yeah. Oh, just, but then we were also drunk the whole time we were on the boat because it's like every time you turn around, there'd be like this this little little guy that was working there, and be like, "Hey, boys, Pierce." <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> we're not like, driving the boat. Just, we'd finish a beer, and then we'd be like, immediately they'd be like beside you, like more beers. Oh my like, god! Oh Jesus! I actually, I won like me and my buddy won uh, bottles of champagne at the casino. So we're just walking around the boat, like slugging back this champagne, and oh my goodness, it was it was an experience. <laughs> I, I would get start getting scared. Like I think we're they're trying to get us blacked out so they can steal our damn kidneys. <laughs> No, it was good. I won a PlayStation 4 on that cruise. Oh, on, shit. On one of those stupid games, like the arcade things where you'd stack the blocks. Oh, wow. On my first on my first credit. So somebody loaded it up, and it was just about to pay off, and then they walked away. And then oh. I, I walked up to it, and then I won a PlayStation 4. Son of oh, a bitch. It was great. And then, uh, and then yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to run around and get all these rock stars to sign my PlayStation 4 box. And so, like, we come out of the casino, and I have the box, and, I'm like, and Rex Brown is standing. Um, he was the bassist for Pantera, and he uh, he was with his band Kill Devil Hill there. And I was just like, I ran up to him, like, excuse me, Rex. And he was like, oh, thank you. And he, like, snatches it out of my hand. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, can you sign it? He's like, yeah, all right, man. And he, like, signs it and, like, gives it back to me, and he, like, just stumbles off because we were all, like, even the rock stars we were all fucking drunk, right? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and then Chuck Billy was there with Testament. And this guy's like, he's like seven and a half feet tall. So like, and I'm a pretty tall guy. I'm like 5'11". But when I was asking him if he would sign it, I'm like, I'm, my neck's craned back and I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, <laughs> I'll like reach up to tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, excuse me, Mr. Billy. Can I, can you sign this? And he's just like, kind of gives me this weird look. And he's just like, yeah, all right. And then I was like, this is too much work. Like I got two signatures on this. Fuck it. I'm going to go throw this in my <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw it in the room and then I'm just gonna get drunk. Yeah. 
I can totally see him just being like, hey, here you go, kid. Go, go away now. Yeah, he's like, yeah, here you go. And it was like, as I was walking up to him, he, he was surrounded by deck chairs. And he's like standing there with his wife. And, and they were positioned in a way, I don't know how they got there or if they were like pulling them in the way after they were walking by. But I'm like trying to step over them and like tripping over and like kicking them over. And you could tell he's like, he knows that I'm walking up to him because he keeps like doing like this little glance over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's why I was just like super humbly, like I, I got on my tippy toes, like tapping him on the shoulder. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, was, man. It's a good time though. It's a good time. That was on a, a cruise ship. Yeah, that was it. Was the Motorhead motorboat? Oh, oh god. <laughs> yeah, so we it went from uh, Miami. We were supposed to stop in Key West, but um, it was a bit stormy, so we couldn't go there. And then we went to Cozumel, and then we went back to Miami. And while we were on the boat, uh, there was Motorhead, there was Anthrax, Danko Jones, um, Down was there, uh, Kill Devil Hill. Oh, and just like a handful of other other guys and that was i was they only did two motorhead motorboats because then lemmy passed away um, oh man yeah so i was glad to be on the first one there and i got my memories you know yeah definitely that was great i've never been on a cruise but i feel like i want to but it can only be for like at most three days yeah this was like a week oh of non-stop out on the ocean non-stop well besides like the one day that we were in port but um was it? No, it was like it was like five, five days. No, three or four, maybe four days. I don't know. It felt a lot longer. I think that I would could have been think so. booze. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I was gonna say then it shouldn't have felt very long at all. I should be like, what? It's, it's, like, it's, it's over. Oh, it's next Sunday already. Shit. Yeah, it was a it was a good experience though. I liked it. Try- I don't know if I would go on one again. Yeah, I was gonna say try, trying to. Uh, Circle back now. It it almost be kind of cool to do some kind of horror cruise. Yeah, have like a convention almost, but on a boat. Yeah, and just but have you know they're big enough to have theaters in there and just show horror movies all day. Yeah, that would be rad. I think we're I think we're starting something here. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's call. I'll I'll get my people to call the the boat people, the cruise people, and we'll see if we can set up a big old cruise. Just have it painted all bloody and all that. Oh, that'd be rad. And show the movie Ghost Ship. <laughs> oh, ooh, uh, maybe. <laughs> not a good movie, but it'll set the tone. Not, not, a, not a good movie. <laughs> Although I will say it has a damn good opening, that is for sure. Yeah, with the the wire thing. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, that was pretty memorable. I, I think, yeah, after that it was definitely downhill. You, 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 first after that, minutes. it definitely sunk. <laughs> yeah, there you are. <laughs> Oh, that, oh, that was terrible. Uh, they dropped anchor after the first three minutes. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Real well, piece yeah. of ship. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm good now. I'm good now. I got it. I'm good now. <laughs> I was going to say, you got it all all yeah. off your chest. You yeah. unloaded, the, unloaded the deck. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love puns. Yeah, me too. Um, well, damn, I was gonna say who, what, one of my notes I had on here was uh, favorite franchise. So would you say that would, uh, would you say Nightmare on Elm Street? Um, are you sticking to Friday the Thirteenth? Uh, that's 
That's tough. That's a really tough question. Um, because there's a lot of franchises that I really like. I I won't say it's Friday the Thirteenth. It, mm, I don't know. Elm Street's definitely up there. I do like the Hellraiser franchise, though I haven't seen all the direct-to-video bullshit. Um, man. Yeah, we came across them the other day, and there's like 12 of them, 11. Yeah, there's there's a ridiculous amount of Hellraiser movies. Um, but I think that only the first four are really worth it. And even the fourth one is pretty bad, but um, it, it, it kind of wraps up the whole storyline. Because mm-hmm. it, it, you know... The first one, the second one are clearly sequels, and the third one is kind of a sequel, I guess. Like, it's... Yeah, because there's the thing at the end of the second one. So, yeah, it, it all links together, and then the fourth one is like, oh, here's a uh, reference to the, the movie that came before this one. And then it was like, here's a, a solid ending, and that's you can be happy if you never see another Hellraiser movie again. Mm. Um, and then And then they just kept making them. And oh, maybe can I can I say that um, John Carpenter's uh, apocalyptic trilogy is my favorite from film franchise? Definitely, because um, I know they're not not related or anything, but uh, those are some great movies. And the thing is, like my favorite movie of all time. I, I've been I I bought the Blu-ray like a year ago because I had been wanting to watch it for so long because it had been so long since I've seen it, and I still have not rewatched it. And I've been again, I've been meaning to. It's just. I haven't done it. Yeah. I watch that movie like, I don't know, five, six times a year, probably. Um, that, that thing is great. And then I'm excited to watch In the Mouth of Madness for the horathon. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that one, too. Mm. Very Lovecraftian. Did you like the remake of the thing? <laughs> uh, it was all right, I guess, for what it was. I really I don't even remember it. I would have liked to see because they had all the practical effects done for the prequel movie, mm-hmm. and then at the last second, it was like a studio decision that, that they were like, "No, nah, we're we're just gonna go CG oh. for for everything. We're gonna take all this work that you guys have done because they had most of the scenes filmed already with all the practical effects, and then they they just decided to shit on everything. So you got uh, studios. It was, I don't know. I just didn't care. Like, the, the first, the original had memorable characters, and you really got invested in the storyline. But the second one, I feel like it, or the prequel, I guess, they tried to make that magic happen again. But I just I didn't care. I didn't care yeah. about any of the characters. I'm just like, oh, right on. Hey, it's that girl from Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Like, like she's cute. And that's about all the investment I had in those characters. <laughs> I, I did like that they decided because i mean how do you if you chose another male in that role it's they're just going to constantly get compared to kurt russell because yeah. anything that gets remade where kurt russell was the original character it's going to be like nope not kurt russell not watching it not that's not kurt russell this is a terrible movie yep yeah like if they ever redid uh any of the escape to new york escape from la movies who like seriously you, you can't go i feel like you couldn't go with anyone well what is it they're 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 talking about um they're doing a sequel to big trouble in little china and it's gonna start the rock as uh jack burton yeah and uh, who the hell's the other person I, I thought it was gonna be with somebody else too it's not gonna be like another rock and kevin hart movie <laughs> no oh god i hope not <laughs> <laughs> i mean i like them both and and 
have oh no they've done two movies together now i was like they've only done the one but they did that they were central, jumanji right yeah central intelligence too which eh. i don't think i've seen that one it, it had some laughs but it was it was pretty generic jumanji yeah. was really good though jumanji was that was surprising i was after so long i like the the route that they went with that yeah definitely yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how they do with the sequel to that one yeah are they making a sequel to jumanji yeah, they may have already started. Maybe not. What are they going to do now? They've <laughs> oh, stop it! Like, if you finish off a storyline, don't don't force anything else. Just be like, all right, we we did it. Let's move on to the next thing. Let's not just milk. The, oh, but I guess it's all about the money. So yeah, I feel like if anything, they could just try to do like it's going to seem like a setup from the first one but then there it's but then it's gonna have a mix of the original and they're gonna have the characters from the game come into real life and the shit from the game is gonna come into real life you know kind of meshing the two i don't know oh okay so kind of mirroring the um the original movie yeah that that, that would that would be kind of cool yeah yeah we'll we'll see maybe maybe it'll be good maybe it won't who knows (laughs) or it'll just be okay yeah maybe maybe it'll be okay I don't know. I'll wait until I I watch it freely again, like because I didn't see the new Jumanji until it was like I don't know somebody had recorded it and they were just like yeah let's watch here this is, don't have to pay for it don't have to go to the movie either. yeah what was the in last it, thing I saw can't remember in oh the Predator yeah yeah Predator. yeah that was, was the last thing I saw too I'm anxious to go see Venom but uh, I heard my, it was pre- I heard it was pretty good. See, because I, I, well, again, I, I don't always listen to critics, but I know critics are tearing it apart. But fans, for the most part, are like, you know, hey, it's 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 not bad. It's not the greatest thing ever, but it's it's not bad. It could have been a lot worse. E- exactly. Yeah, that's that's like, the consensus I've been hearing. They can just say like, hey, it's not Spider Man three. <laughs> it's like perfect, million <laughs> zillion dollars to it not being Spider Man three. Oh, good God, they. Oh. <laughs> As I said to my friend, I'm like, so you know, level with me, man. Is Tom Hardy better than Topher Grace as Venom? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think Nathan Lane would have been better than Topher Grace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but hey, Topher Grace, maybe he would have been a good carnage. Because uh, well, Predators, he, play, he plays a good psychopath. Yeah, that was... Uh, Pleasant surprise from him. And and the yeah. movie in general was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. I liked how it, it kind of shook up the the formula and uh, gave us something completely different and then just kind of left it alone. Yeah. I mean, I would have loved to see where it went after that, but I I really like how it's just it's, a, its own kind of encapsulated thing where it's like, here's an idea, here's something that kind of works out and it's interesting and it gives you enough that you still want more and then... We're done. Wash our hands. You'll never see this planet again. Or will we? Who knows? I can't confirm that. It's kind of like what they did with the Evil Dead remake. It, they were supposed to make another one that had Ash coming in, but then yeah. instead, they, instead they just made the show. Is that what happened? Because I, I, I believe so. They And you know what? Now that I think about it, when you watch the first season of the show, you can tell that it seems like they had originally conceived this as a movie. But they're like, well, let's just take this two hour movie and 
stretch it to a four hour first season. Uh, <laughs> which it, I, I still haven't finished the final season, which we all didn't know was the final season until the last like three episodes. Right. I, I still haven't finished the first season, but it's, it's one of those shows that has very great episodes. Like the first two episodes of that, of that were just amazing and had such an evil dead feel to them. And there's other ones where it's like, okay, this one, it seems like you tried. Yeah. You know? So I get that filler, get it, get it in there. <laughs> but I think they did a, a smart thing, making it only 30 minute episodes. Cause you, you, 40 you minutes get, would have been a little too much. Kind of thing. Yeah. You, you get, you know, eight minutes of dialogue, but then, and then you get 22 minutes of just off the wall, bloody shit. Right. <laughs> Or Ash sitting there laughing with all these inanimate objects. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love... The, well, I, I was going to say, I love the second Evil Dead. The, it's just pure oh, genius. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a masterpiece. I actually watched uh, Army of Darkness again uh, this week. And um, I got... like I got The, the Steelbook collection came out. It has all three versions of the, the movie. Oh. All three cuts or whatever. I think oh, there's actually right. there's actually four cuts now. Um, because it, it does have like the broadcast version too. So, but I think that's like a, it's like, here's one of the cuts, but we've just put it in like a four by three aspect ratio. Oh, yeah. But, um, that was a great movie. It was, it was different. You know, I think, I think that's one of the movies that I didn't like it really at first, but it's grown on me every time I watch it. And I'm just like, this is a great movie. It's like how big, big trouble in little China grew on me. Cause I, I fucking hated that movie so much the first time I saw it. <laughs> My my buddy showed it to me. He's like, "This is a great movie." Like I, the, like one of my favorites from when I was a kid. And that should have been already. I should have been like, "Man, you're gonna you're gonna dump your nostalgia on me and then see if it it has the same effect." I don't think so. And I was like, "This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> and then I'd be like standing there, like, like, oh, well, what is, what does Jack Burton always say? Checks in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> that, was a, that was a great line. He's like, what else did he say? He had a lot of great lines in that movie. And I was just like, Isaac, Isaac, we need to watch Big Trouble again. I've changed my mind. And now I fucking love it. It's one of my favorite movies. So. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you like the Evil Dead remake? Reimagining? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I uh, I thought it was great. That was, um, I actually went and saw that with my brother and a couple of my friends. And I kind of got him into some horror movies. Because he was never really a, a big fan, but then he like he started watching a, a couple, and he was like, "Man, yeah, I really like like horror movies now." And I'm like, "Oh, let's go, uh, let's go check out the new Evil Dead." And I, I actually had to to like look away at, at the the eyeball part. Mm. There is because I was just like, "Oh God, like that." Eh, ugh. With the but, syringe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was real gross. Um. Yeah, it freaked me out. But I, I thought it was uh, it was good. Like, it was another... I think it was kind of self-aware, too. Like, a, a lot of people hated it, because it was just like, this isn't my Evil Dead, right? Yeah. Uh, but it, it definitely had some great gore. There was a lot of good lore that they threw, threw out at you. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, it was... I thought it was enjoyable, you know? Uh, yeah, it, it is, you know, brutal as it is. I, I, I think that's what helped it was because the first one was so zany or you know the first two were so zany and off the wall whereas this one where they're like no we're going full horror with this 
Well, it was like a spiritual successor to the to the original because the original was more of a of a horror. It wasn't really that funny. Like it was funny yeah. because it was low budget, kind of. Yeah, I guess. And then yeah, like Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness was just like full on campiness. Um, and then it was nice to see that return to to that kind of realm, um, that that realm of horror that was that was super over the top. Yeah. And who didn't sing Raining Blood at the end? Who who didn't get Slayer <laughs> stuck in your head? Uh, did you see the their well, it's it was the same uh writer, director, and then the same actress they did Don't Breathe. Don't breathe. No, I've heard of it. I haven't seen that one though. Yeah, that was that was another one. Uh, I think had it been other people, I may not have been as excited about it, but I was like, Oh, this is the same writer and director that did the evil dead remake like i'm pretty curious to see what he does and it was it was really good it's it's a it's a very fun movie because it's you know so cat and mousy and those those are always fun yeah oh check that one out i'm gonna write that down don't breathe i think i've seen it in the store and stuff and then i've just been like that looks kind of neat and then i forget about it and move on to something else yep Evil Dead oh. 2 reminded me of, I'm going to assume you have, but have you ever seen Idle Hands? Uh, bits and pieces, not the whole way through, though. Oh, I, I, but, I love that movie. It's another one of those ones that, you know, you, you take a step back and you're like, mm, this is a pretty bad movie, but you have so much fun with it all the way through. And it's it's basically just a, I, I want to say it's almost like a fan fiction of, of Evil Dead 2. <laughs> you know, just the possessed hand. Yeah, yeah. That had to have been their main inspiration. I, I kept waiting for a Bruce Campbell cameo. cameo. <laughs> like just even because they almost could have interjected it as because uh, there's one part where they go to the school dance, but it's a Halloween dance. And you almost could have had uh, like an ash walking in or something. Either that or somebody could have dressed up as say like john travolta from saturday night live and they're just he's just walking all of a sudden someone just walks by and goes hey groovy and it's it's bruce campbell <laughs> that would be sick <laughs> oh the offspring has a cameo in it oh do they yeah, wait the, the, were they like the band at the dance or something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did a they did a, a a pretty good cover of uh i want to be sedated from the ramones oh yeah oh is it the ramones yeah the ramones yes yeah, um uh, unfortunately it was never release like it's you can only find it in that movie ah uh, yeah oh what the well. hell? yeah they have other things they have better songs i guess yeah it's i mean it's kind of hard to not like the offspring to me anyway yeah i like i definitely like the offspring like um yeah yeah i hear a lot of it at the bar sometimes because it's like, you know, the people that come out there are of a certain age that play the same five offspring songs over and oh, over. Oh, God. And it's just like, okay, can't we play something else? Like, if I have to hear <laughs> Pretty Fly for a White Guy one more goddamn time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. I, I like it, and I like the offspring, but anytime that comes on, I'm like, nah, skip. <laughs> like, there's there's better ones. Exactly. Why can't we play one of the better ones? That's That's why I hate working at a especially like working at a damn supermarket where all we play is the most popular songs that are on the radio, which is nothing but Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber and shit like that. And I have to listen to that for eight hours a day. 
God. And even the five good songs they do play that I like, if I hear them come on any other time, I'm like, dear God, enough of this already. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I felt the same way when I used to work at a grocery store. There was like <laughs> those three songs that would get you through when yeah. they would come on. But then like in any other context, you're like, no, these are garbage songs. But they're <laughs> they're less garbage than everything else. Now, luck- I'm lucky to work at a, at a bar where we play rock and roll all the time. Fancy. Like Fancy I'm a dance. I'm a big uh Kendrick Lamar fan and he did a remix of a song with Taylor Swift for whatever reason. But so they started they played the original Taylor Swift song at the store and I'm just like, Dear God, couldn't you have at least given us the <laughs> remix with Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. yeah. I uh, I remember there was uh I, I live in a predominantly um Mexican town. It's like damn near all there is here but i we went to a bar one time and there was a group of like six or eight people and they were all just playing just straight up spanish music like damn near mariachi music which i don't have a problem with but that's not what i want to listen to when i go to a bar and hang out and drink and so yeah after their money ran out on the jukebox i went over there (laughs) i went over and played like six system of a down songs in a row and they all left (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely had to do that sometimes. It's always a, it's always a, when somebody, when one of the servers walks up to you and it's like, Hey, can you turn on the jukebox? My table wants to put on some music. I'm like, Oh God, no. Why? Why now? Why? What are they going to play? <laughs> Is it going to be shit? Tell them if they play shit, I'm turning it off. <laughs> like, and then but the one time there was like this group of younger kids and they're playing all this dance music and stuff. And like, like read the fucking room, man. Like look around. <laughs> Nobody's enjoying this. Right. And it's just like, so I went over and I was bartending that night. Now I, I put like ten bucks in, and it's just like Bruce Springsteen's greatest hits. Play all, take that, fuckers! And I just like <laughs> went back, and then like people kept putting money in the jukebox, and like, why isn't the song changing? And it's like, cause it loaded it up. Go home. <laughs> like I have it for the next six hours, you sons of bitches. Like, like, that's right. I mean, everyone's just like all the older guys are like, Cam, you know, it's plus a little much on the Springsteen. I was like, shut up, Al. Like. <laughs> Either this or Taylor Swift, goddammit. it! Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah I, I totally would have been, you know, they would ask me, like, like you said, hey, can you turn the jukebox on? I'm like, God damn it, why? What do you want? Uh, I, want I just wanted some CCR. You right. know, this, beer, this, this beer's on me, man. It's like, okay, all right. Well, yeah, I'll tell some young kids to come in there. Or, I'll, like, I'll put on some songs. I put on this um, this Kenny Loggins and, uh, uh, fucking, what's his name? Lead singer of Journey. Steve Perry. Yeah. Um, do a song called Don't Fight It. Oh, and it's God. just like, it's a total 80s jam. Like, this song is like... So I put it on the one night, and these these kids that were playing pool come up to me afterwards, and they're like, man, what was that song? And then I, so I tell them and stuff, and they're like, that was a jam, man. Like So a couple <laughs> weeks later, they come back in, and they're like, man, I, that's like my that's my alarm in the morning. I'll wake up and don't fight it! Don't fight it! And it's just like, you get... There's like the kicks in there and stuff. It's like, oh man, listen to it. It's It's freaking amazing it's a great great song <laughs> the f- fun thing i like doing is if you're at a bar for an extended period of time and you see the same group of people getting starting to g- teeter on uh straight up hammered is go and put on bohemian rhapsody and just watch all their heads perk up <laughs> oh yeah that or don't stop believing <laughs> oh god yeah people love don't stop believing <laughs> I mean, um, I, if I'm drunk enough, I will belt out Bohemian Rhapsody the best I can. But who in gotta, gotta their right mind is going to sound good, you know, <laughs> comparatively? Um, 
<laughs> Jumping back to the horror thing for a second here, uh, we should we should give a little tribute to Scott Wilson. Oh, I know, man. Yes. And, um, um, yeah, it, it's funny because the movie I always remember him from is I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's a comedy movie called Pure Luck. No, I haven't heard of that one. It's got um, uh, uh, damn it, uh, Danny Glover and Martin Short. Okay. Um. Danny Glover is a detective who's hired to find um, Scott Wilson's daughter and they hire in turn they hire Martin Short who works for his company but he's very accident prone just as uh, Scott Wilson's daughter is accident prone he's like oh these two accident prone people will eventually find each other (laughs) and so it's just it's just that from for, for the next 90 minutes is just bad shit happening to Martin Short along the way trying to find his daughter. Oh, jeez. See, I always remember him from uh, the Ninth Configuration. See, I've never seen it. Oh, it's it's a fantastic movie, and the book is great too because that's uh, it's William Peter Blatty, um, and it, it he wrote it after he wrote The Exorcist, and in in the movie Scott Wilson actually plays uh, Billy Cutshaw, who's the astronaut that Reagan says you're gonna die up there too. Oh, okay. And so he gets like right before he's he's about to get on on the ship, he kind of has like a a breakdown, and they they pull him off and they send him to this like recovery facility. Um, and it's like it's about this this madhouse, and and these these people are uh like the psychiatrist comes in and he's like, yeah, I'm like I'm gonna take a different approach to healing them, kind of thing. Like I'm gonna l- let them play out their fantasies, kind of thing. And it's it's really deep, and it, it's it has a lot of themes of good and evil, and and like what what one of my favorite quotes in it is, um, "You're convinced that God is dead because of the evil in the world. Then why don't you think he's alive because of the goodness in the world?" And mm. I'm like, damn, like that's that's some deep shit right there. That's a good line. Right and uh, yeah, it's just a fantastic movie. And yeah, he was uh, nominated for uh, a Golden Globe um, in 1980 for for best supporting actor from that one. Um, and he's just like he's mad. It's it's hilarious. He he uh, he comes in and does a whole like Shakespeare bit, and it's oh, it's you just got to see it. Everyone needs to watch the Ninth Configuration. It's a little different, but um, Blatty directed it himself. Uh, oh, so he wrote good. the book and then and then adapted it and stuff. And then he also. Um, uh, then in Exorcist three, uh, when when Blatty went and, and did that, Scott Wilson had a, a, a part as a, one of the doctors, and I thought I thought it was hilarious because he's like, there's a scene where um where Kinderman, the detective, uh, uh, George C. Scott, mm-hmm. was was gonna come come and see him, and so he's uh, Scott Wilson is is practicing his speech um, of like what because he's been like working on this like um, uh, this speech to like tell. Uh, kinderman about this investigation that he's doing and trying to find the gemini killer and all this stuff and so he's like he's he's smoking a cigarette and he's he's reading because the scene opens and he's like he's just talking and you hear him and he's like oh like this is interesting and then he like he'll repeat a couple things and then it pans over to him and he's got like these cue cards that he's been writing out and he's like practicing his dramatic pauses and like oh, where God. he where he takes a cigarette drag and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> like when kinderman comes in and he sits down and he's like it's like, you know that boy, the the one in the cell, like the the one that you were you were looking at the other day, and it's like, well, well, yes. And it's like, 
so something came to me during the night and stuff and he's like glancing over at his cue cards and he's like taking drags off his cigarette for dramatic effect and like kinderman's just like so into this kind of thing right and it's just like <laughs> the way that it's portrayed is just fantastic so and that's my favorite exorcist movie is uh number three i i, um, I had finally watched it just a few months ago and it it is phenomenal right uh I love it. And the book that it's based on, Legion, is one of my favorite. I think it is my favorite Blatty book. Um, like, I love The Exorcist, but I think Ninth Configuration and Legion uh, I like a little bit more. So, those ones I, I, tell, I tell everybody to watch or read them. It, yeah, The the Exorcist has always been one of my favorite horror movies, and I had, I had never read the book, so I finally decided to read it. And I finished it, and I was, I was like, holy shit, that was really good, but I kind of wish I had read this before watching the movie 30 times because there was no punch to it because I had you knew it was going to happen I knew of. everything that was going to happen there wasn't really anything new like I know there was a couple things they left um out of the movie from the book but <laughs> it, it wasn't enough to it hit me as hard as it probably could have had I not seen the movie yet um whereas Legion I read that first and then immediately after I was like, okay, now I got to find the movie. And equally both, I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. Especially freaking, uh, Brad Dorif, man. Yeah. Yeah. He was fantastic. And just how it, like the, the switch over from, um, uh, the, the actor that played Damien to him. Yeah. Like, that was jarring. Cause you're just like, what the, what's going on here <laughs> was wait wait that's not the same guy that's brad Dourif. where did where did chucky come from you know because did, didn't they was that a it wasn't a planned thing was it um the well there's actually uh a legion cut of the film um where it's it's all uh i think it's all Dourif. oh okay and then, and then the studio was like oh and this is like where where exorcist 3 really really suffered i think was well i mean because they they kind of shoehorned in the exorcism at the end because the book does not have an exorcism yeah. anywhere in it right um but the studio was like well you can't sell this movie unless it's attached to the exorcist series so you got to call it exorcist 3 you can't call it legion and then he was like okay whatever and then the studio was like well since you're calling it exorcist 3 <laughs> you kind of got to have an exorcism in the movie and vladdy's just like oh for fuck's sake and they're like and we would really like if you attached some of the star power from the original to this one. So that's why they brought in um, the the father. Uh, oh, that's yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's why they had him in there because um, it was originally just supposed to be all Brad Dourif. But then I, I like how they they switched it over. So then it's like it's the Gemini killer in his body, and when the Gemini killer, like when he's looking with his spirit eye or whatever the fuck, it, it, I don't know, he's. Um, his third eye, yeah. Third, like when it's like, look with your the eyes of faith, and then it's like Brad Dourif's there yelling like a maniac. And yeah. what what some great fucking lines that he gave in that movie, like it's, oh, ev- damn near every line he had is mm. just gold. Oh yeah, yeah. Was and great. I I remember hearing about how it had a alternate cut with just all Brad Dourif and no uh, exorcism exorcism scene. Um, and the one I watched was on Shudder and it said, um, uh, oh, you know what? Okay. At first I was thinking it said director's cut, but I think it was just the artwork. It was the updated artwork from Scream Factory. Oh yeah. 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 
And so it said collector's edition on it, and that was just the artwork they used for it. So I just assumed, oh, this must be it. But then then came the exorcism scene, and I was just like, ah, shit, this isn't it. But it it, w- it would take, uh, and at least it was well done anyway. Yeah. Um, and like, it, it would have it would have taken a lot to diminish what came before it, you know? Yeah, and like the way that the book ends, um, I liked... Like it's it brought a tear to my eye the way that they ended in the book, but they they couldn't really do that in the movie. And I've seen like in the Legion cut, um, it, instead of in in lieu of having the exorcism, it's just like when the old lady attacks the family, she just kind of yeah. like like she just kind of stops, and then they're just like, we I need to go to the hospital, and Kinderman goes and and walks into the cell, and then just like shoots him in the head, and then it's like, and that's the end. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so maybe the studio was right into throwing this exorcism in. And yeah. I don't know. It's it, it's a it's a hard one to adapt, I think. Because it definitely has a bit of a anticlimactic ending. Mm-hmm. But uh, everything in the middle, the whole journey of Exorcist 3 is, is one of my favorite things ever. It It, to me, probably has the best jump scare of any horror movie. Oh, the, the nurse? God. Yeah. Yes. Well, because it's just, it, it drags it out so exactly. long. It, it, in, to a point where... And then there's a fake-out jump scare? Yeah, when the guy's, yeah, guy's just laying like, in the bed. What are you doing in my room? Like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Okay, well, we, d- we diffused it, but then it keeps going for another minute, and you're just like, oh, are we working up to something? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember um, I had just... Pe- well, the first time I watched it, I, had, I always knew about that scene but I had never seen it played out in full. So that scene finally came. So, I mean, it didn't scare me because I knew it was coming. I mean, it still gives you chills no matter what, because it's so effective. But, um, I, I live with uh, one of my roommates and one of my buddies and he was walking by getting ready to, to leave or something. And I, was, I go, Hey, Hey, watch this scene real quick. And he was like, okay. So I rewound it all the way back. And he's just, <laughs> he's just standing there watching. it. I don't even think he knew it was a horror movie. He's just standing there just watching it. And then finally after the, after the big jump scare, I like look back at him and his eyes are just wide, <laughs> almost looking ghost white. Jeez, <laughs> so, why would you do this to me? <laughs> He's like, well, I'm not going to go out now that it's all dark. I'm just going to stay home. <laughs> what, in your opinion, or at least, I guess, yeah, in your opinion, is the scariest movie of all time? Or yes. either what do you think is the scariest movie of all time or what movie scares you the most? Is the scariest movie to you? That's a tough one. That's a really tough one. Yeah. Um, I think that maybe the thing would have to be. Um, it's definitely up there. I remember the first. I didn't see the thing until two thousand nine. I think mm-hmm. the like the original. Me and my buddy rented it on Halloween. We were living down in Lethbridge for college, and we watched watched this terrible fucking movie called Skinwalkers. Oh yeah. Um, and it's like this low budget like. Uh, I don't know. It's about like the, the Wendigo kind of thing, but it was like this cheap, cheap, like we watched it at 1.5 speed or whatever. Cause we're just like, just fucking end. Um, <laughs> and then we, we watched the thing and we were both like, Holy shit. Like this is like, we were on the edge of our seat the whole time. And then like the movies, it was over and we're just like, what? Like that's <laughs> what happens. Like, Oh my God. And so it definitely did what it, what it set out to do. And, um, and I just, I love it so much. And like, it doesn't scare me as much anymore, of course, but like just that psychological aspect of like anyone could be the thing or like who, 
like who is this kind of thing and yeah I, I thought that was great um that's for another scary movie i'm just kind of looking around my room here being like what's <laughs> a, what's a really scary movie have you seen the original the what is it the thing from uh, the, the thing from another world another world yeah uh, no, I, I managed to find the DVD when I was was di- uh, down in the city uh, a week ago, and uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But I have read Who Goes There, um, the novella that that it was based on, mm-hmm. and it's like it's from the 1930s, I think, or something. And uh, it's good, but it's it's got that like that 80s or that not that 80s, the the fucking like that 50s kind of sci-fi cheesiness. it's like like, oh like what are we to do kind of thing like strange happenings yeah we need to we need to get everyone we need to there's things going on here (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah john carpenter well the guy who who directed uh logan's run was originally supposed to do uh the second adaptation after the thing from another world so we wrote a screenplay from it but then like nobody opted to buy it or something and then like three or five years later john carpenter presented his and then the studio bought it so um in the book i have actually he writes a little uh for uh, i think it's a forward maybe to the book the guy who did who wrote his screenplay because then his screenplay is included in the book and he was just like yeah it was neat that john carpenter got his hand at things but like i would have gone a different i, I would have um, kept it more faithful to the book and i'm just like shut up man like yeah obviously <laughs> yeah, there's a reason yours didn't get didn't get you know bought it's yeah, like because it, it, it sounds like a 50s horror movie and it's like come on man it's the 80s it's gonna be here forever i don't know i, I, um, I didn't i didn't know that john carpenter did the script for it i don't i don't know if he, he wrote the script hold on where I, I gotta have a copy of the thing around here somewhere um, where, oh, there it is. Here, hold on. I got to put my headphones down here. Da, 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 da. Who did the screenplay? Bill, Bill Lancaster did the, the screenplay for the thing. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. He was also the writer of Bad News Bears, apparently. <laughs> like the original or the, not the, not uh, the, the Bad news bears. Oh, good God! He has six credits to his name. All but one, the thing, are bad news bears. <laughs> oh, because you know, right after you write the thing, all all that you can really go from from there is is baseball movies. Well, he did bad news bears. It is from his first to his last. Bad news bears. Bad news bears two. Bad news bears three. Bad News Bears TV series, The Thing, and then nothing until 2005 for the Bad News Bears remake. <laughs> oh, so he did do the remake too. That's yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Um, man, what that's that's a story that I want to hear. Uh, <laughs> like, why? Who? What? What? Who did he lose a bet to? Where it's yeah. like, it's like, hey man, or maybe he was just like, I really fucking hate writing baseball movies, but they're but they're the only things that like make any money, and. And somebody was like, "Hey, why don't you? John Carpenter wants to do this movie. Why don't you? Why don't you? And then, and then he peaked, and then didn't do anything for the yeah, next it's like, twenty-five well, years. There, there it is. I guess bad news bears. <laughs> I'm tapped out. Yeah, I got to go back. Got to go back to what I know. Are you a fan of either 
I know a lot of people hate both of these. I really like them both, but are you a fan of either the Insidious or the Conjuring films? Uh, I haven't... Hold on, fuck, I knocked over a bunch of shit there. Um, I haven't seen any of the Insidious movies. Uh, and I've only seen The Conjuring and Annabelle. And I have been meaning to check out Conjuring 2. I, I thought that the, the first Conjuring was really good. I thought it was really creepy, and I was it, it scared me. Like, you know? Hell yes. It was it was freaky as hell. And I was like, man, I, I am very impressed with this movie. Like, um, bravo. Not a lot of things scare me like that, you know, anymore. And in, in that one, uh, it really did. So I thought it was great. I have yet to see the second one, like I said, but I have it. Uh, I haven't seen Annabelle Creation, and I have not seen The Nun. I, I've heard The Nun was pretty bad. Um, yeah. It was like, it was just jump scares and like not even good jump scares. Which sucks because the Conjuring films didn't lean on jump scares. No, they had some great jump scares in them, but yeah, it was like the, here we're gonna we're gonna creep you out. We're not gonna, we're gonna creep you out first, and then we're gonna jump scare you. I think the one of the scariest scenes I've seen in a long time is from the Conjuring, and it's when uh, the little girl wakes up in the middle of the night and thinks there's she sees something behind the door. Oh yeah, you know that whole scene maybe it's just as convincing because that little girl did a damn good job at being frightened but that was just a good example of going back to old school horror movies where it's the things you don't see that are really scary yeah that was there was nothing that nothing happened in that whole scene except for her being scared shitless until the door finally slams and there's the jump scare but then scene is over after that and it's just white knuckling it that whole time it's like something's there something's there man and then there wasn't <laughs> yeah the, the conjuring 2 i would say was just it was as good but there were some things that were unnecessary they kind of it seemed like they shoehorned a couple things in there that were just typical horror movie tropes that it didn't need little uh sub story arcs if that's what you want to call it just little things they threw in there that was like ah, this, this is unnecessary you didn't need yeah. this whatsoever well and the, the reason i haven't checked that one i was like it's 134 minutes like that's it's that's, that's long a, for a, that's horror a movie. really long movie yeah um but again it's it's also it's i'm a fan of like it's funny that i don't like more stanley kubrick films because of his very long scenes mm-hmm. and I, I love when movies have very long scenes and that is one not overly long, but it does have just long sustained scenes. And that's what makes it scary. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and again, you never the, know what's going to happen when there's no cuts for a long time. You're just like, Oh shit. Yeah. Something's building yeah. here. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, the, the, the first two insidious films are really good. Um, they have the same vibe. I mean, it's the same writer and writers and directors. So, um, the third one was I I didn't care for it. The only good, I, I kid you not, the only good scare in that whole movie was the very final ten seconds of the movie. <laughs> oh jeez! I was like, I was like, God damn it! Where was this two hours ago? <laughs> what are they up to now? Is it was it the fourth one that just came out? Yeah, I haven't seen that one either, just because yeah. it it didn't look very interesting at all, which sucks because it's the same writer that did all the other ones. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe in the last ten seconds there'll be something that was worth yeah. sitting through. Yeah, Ooh, uh, and it's the same guy that wrote the. F- I don't know if he did the second one, but I know he did the first Saw movie. 
Okay. That's a franchise I enjoy. I haven't seen uh, all of them. But, I haven't uh, seen the latest, but I, I've seen all the rest. I haven't seen Jigsaw. I think I, I've seen a couple like peppered around. Um, not not all of them though. I've been trying to to find them because every now and then I'll find them at the thrift shops. Mm-hmm. So I've slowly been building up like the whole anthology, and then I'll just take a day where I'm just like, all right, who wants a lot of a lot of gore? I was yeah. gonna watch watch gore all day, and I'm like, oh, this, this is a bad idea. Should have spaced these out. <laughs> I, I should have taken up the opportunity when it they first released the whole collection minus Jigsaw. It was seven Blu-rays and it was ten bucks at Walmart. What? I and I every time I was like, oh, it's it's ten bucks as a brand new release. It's only going to go down from here. No, now it's like twenty five to thirty, <laughs> yeah. which isn't I, terrible for seven movies. But yeah, yeah should have gone for the ten dollars. I know it now. I'm damn hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, right. Always, always. Have you seen the VHS films? Speaking of VHS, of the saw? Uh, no, no, no. Just how circling oh, back oh, to when we were doing the VHS earlier. Uh, VHS, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, I have not. But they've always piqued my interest. The because they're like the horror, the the found footage. Uh, yeah, thing, right? yeah. Because uh, the first one is just these people get hired to break into a house to steal steal something, and one of the guys just finds. I think you find someone dead in a room and they're like, they were, they were watching TV and there's just a bunch of tapes everywhere. So, you know, he pops one in and it's one of the segments of the film. And then afterwards he's like, Oh, you know what the hell? That was weird. Let's watch another one. And that's another segment, you know? Yeah. So it was pretty cool how they weaved that in there. And the first two are really good. I think I've seen the third one, but I don't really remember it. There may be a fourth, but I don't think so. Uh, let's see here. VHS one, two VHS viral is the third one. And the fourth one, it's a spinoff called siren. Oh yeah. Cause that was one of the segments from the first movie. Oh, okay. But it's Which, not that, really that one was genuinely creepy. It was one of those ones. Again, it was just kind of shrouded and not, and not even shrouded in mystery. You just, cause I think it was just these guys pick up this girl from a bar or something. And she just, it's very quiet and acting really strange and you're the whole time you're just, but they're, you know, they're drunk. So they're just screwing with her, like not caring that she's acting really weird. And then shit just goes 180. Huh. Yeah. I should check those ones out. The, the first one has, has, has some pretty good ones. Um, they're a little more straightforward. Whereas the second one, they were like, all right, now let's get into some weird shit. <laughs> okay. I do. I do enjoy my anthology horror films. So and, sounds that's speaking fantastic. of which, and speaking of anthology films and the the Scream Factory, uh, whenever it came out, was it this year or last year? I think it might have been last year. They re-released uh, uh, Tales from the Hood. Oh shit! You know what? I've never seen Tales from the Hood, but I every time I see it posted somewhere or somebody talking about it, they're always like, "Yeah, it's a good movie." It's, is it it's good or is it another good. like bad good movie? Yeah, and and it was um, written and directed by. Um, Oh, now I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's, it's, you know, he's, he's a black guy. So he, you know, made it tales from the hood, but he, in, in the middle of all the horror stuff, he, you know, had to interject some social commentary in there, which I think he did very well. Cause I think the first story has to do with, oh God, now I just now thought about how, uh, with the times it is, even though it's 20 years old, the first one is about police brutality. Oh shit. And then the second one is just like straight up racism. And then the third one is, uh, is it only three stories? 
I think there is only three. Um, and the third one is about like the urban life, you know, gangs and all that. So yeah. it was just kind of cool that how he decided to interject those in there. But also he's like, I really love horror movies. So let's just throw it into where I'm from. Oh, cool. Like, oh, yeah. oh, and that's there. There is four. One of them was, uh, I guess on the surface, it was just about um, uh, like spousal abuse and stuff like that. But yeah, it was through the kid's eyes. So he was seeing uh, the, I think he's a stepdad, but he was seeing him as a monster. Oh, okay. That's how he was perceiving it. Cause he was so young, you know, like it was, it was really cool. They did it. And I just saw the trailer for the second one and it's the same writer and director, but dear God, it looks awful. Yeah. It looks so bad. It's like, how is this the same person? And it looks this shitty. Well, I mean, it might've been like a, here, do this thing. Like here, here's a, I don't know, an idea or something. And then studio being, uh, being like, Oh, well do that again. Make us more money. And it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't know. I told all the stories I want to tell in this, in this anthology. <laughs> Here's a little bit of money. Make this movie, and we're not going to promote it and just put it out on digital. It's like, okay. Oh, God. Well, yeah. First, first, what, was, what was the second one? Tales from the Hood 2. Oh, Tales from the Hood 2? God, that's two, that came out this year. Yeah, and then just like, look how terrible the cover is. What the hell? I don't even think it has been released yet. I might be wrong though. Jeez. Yeah, with the the butler guy and the yeah, that looks super cheesy. Yeah, and the the it's a thirty second trailer, so that tells you something too. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Pass. I'll go yeah. check out the original though. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, let's see. Let's. I'm gonna do my. Uh, Unless you have anything else you want to talk about, I was going to start the wrap-up game. I don't... Uh, no, I'm I'm pretty good. All right. Well, as, as I'm trying to find a new way, uh, a wrap-up game, for now, I'm just going to stick to what I've done the past two, which is, a, is Desert Island. Okay. So, well, I was going to ask what your Desert Island horror movie would be, but I think I know. Um, I was going to say The Thing for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I could probably watch the thing over and over and over again That'd be your... and not get tired of it. Yeah. And then we kind of touched on this earlier. What would be your, uh, I guess your, mm, your Desert, Desert Island franchise? Ooh, that one is a little tougher. Probably I mean, want something. I was going to say, mind you, you know, there's like, there's Scream, which the first three are pretty damn good. Fourth one is all right for what it was, which was yeah. just a rehash of the first one. Yeah, I don't. I I might go with the Nightmare on Elm Street series just because there's enough variety in there that I'm I'm sure I couldn't get bored. You get enough, you get enough horror, and you get enough of the comedy. Yeah. See, and and the thing is, is you know, there's plenty of other franchises that have better quality movies, like the Evil Dead franchise, but there's only three of them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like the, the scream would be or <laughs> scream. What are we talking about? Friday the third, <laughs> Fred, nightmare. God damn! Oh my god. Uh, Freddy's getting in your head there. Freddy, yeah. Jeez, I haven't been sleeping. Be too worried about Freddy coming after me. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, the the nightmare. Yeah, there's enough variety in there that I could 
depending on what I feel like. And there's a lot of it. So it's a lot of, a lot of quantity in that one. Yeah. There's what, six, seven, eight. If you don't include the remake. I guess if you include Freddy versus Jason in there too. Yeah. What you know on its own, it, we could have gotten a far worse Freddy versus Jason movie. Oh yeah, no, that was I. I enjoyed it. That was a fun movie. I did. You ever hear what the original ending was supposed to be? Uh, is that when Ash shows up and then it's like, oh shit! Oh Here's wow, some... I don't think I heard that no? one. The the one I remember reading, which I it would have been fun to see, but I don't think it would have panned out very well for a lot of fans, but I guess it was supposed to be, they were, they were duking it out doing their thing. And then all of a sudden, I guess the, cause aren't they at, at the end, aren't they at camp crystal Lake? Yeah, they're at crystal Lake. Okay. So yeah, I think it's when they're out there on the dock. I think like the lake drains, the, the lake bed gives way. They fall down into hell or something like that. And they're like looking around, like, you know, they're both looking around, like what the hell's going on. And then apparently, uh, pinhead was supposed to walk up and say now what's oh, the problem yeah. what's the problem here and it just cuts to black or something like that yeah 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 yeah. right which it like i said it would have been cool to see but i don't think it would have been the right ending no that would have been kind of like what uh, yeah. and yeah. then and then we did that we never get another movie no like, exactly explaining that right like how exactly. long did it take for um for jason for freddie versus jason to come out after the the teaser at the at the end of jason goes to hell Oh God! Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot his, his the glove. Comes the up glove and, comes up and grabs it, and then it's like it was like ten years or something. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe not that long, but like it, it was. It might have been. It was a good chunk of time. Absolutely. Where is it? Jason goes to hell. Because Final Friday came out ninety three. Oh yeah, maybe it did take. Damn, and I don't think Freddy vs Jason came out until two thousand five. Freddy versus Jason, two thousand three. Three. Yeah. Oh, ten years. Yeah. Yeah, ten years. That's a yeah. That is a good chunk of time. All right. <laughs> oh, before before I forget, going back to the anthology thing, I my unfinished episode that I started recording the other day, I was doing a um horror movie. No, I'm not sorry. Uh, Halloween movie recommendations, which yeah, I said yeah. I said aren't aren't um. I said, this isn't a list of like the best horror movies. This is just the fun movies to watch around Halloween time. Um, and one of the anthologies I threw in there, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but it's a, a pair of Japanese films called Three Extremes. Three Extremes? No, I haven't heard of those. Um, it's okay. Well, it's a little confusing to say it, but so the way they released them is. Part one here is actually part two over there and part two here. I'm sorry. Did I say that right? Part. Yeah. So the, so the three extremes part one here is part two over there. And then our three extremes part two was part one over, over there. Um, and the first one is our first one is just, it's some of the, 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 the they start off with one story that's um a little more subtle and and kind of somber it's not one of those ones that gets scary until the final 
I'd say like seven minutes because they're all 30, 35 minute segments. Um, right. So that one it kind of veers on like what the fuck territory, and then it ends, which which is kind of good. They made a full length movie out of it, which it didn't need. Um, yeah, this is that dumplings. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the second one, I think it's the second one uh, called Cut. That one was some of the best horror I've seen in a long time, and it's almost like a play because it's all just set in one room, and I don't think it leaves at all, and just oh. Yeah, if you if you if you can find them, I, I know I have I have the DVD of the first three extremes. If you can find them, you should definitely watch them because, I mean, if you've seen the original like Ring movies and all that, they know how right. to scare the shit out of you over there. Oh yeah, no, the, Japan's got some pretty pretty wicked horror. I remember seeing the original Ring, and that I I, I knew what I was expecting, but my God, it's far scarier than the American one. Yeah, Ringu. Mm-hmm. And then the what was the what was the grudge? Um the uh, original Ju- one for that. Juan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen Audition? Uh I have I've seen enough on Audition to know that I never want to see Audition. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm um, assuming you've seen the infamous scene then? Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, I I think I can deal without that. I saw a similar thing happened on the on the last house on the left. Oh, um, really? I, I don't think I've seen the original. Well, wait, I've only wait, seen which the remake. One, does it involve teeth and a reproductive organ? Or no, because mm. she just she just chops it off with something else, right? Uh, in Audition, she saws his leg off with piano wire. Oh, oh! I thought we were gonna. I thought we were getting into genital mutilation here for a second. Oh no! Because <laughs> <laughs> that happens in Last House on the Left. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I don't seen. I haven't seen the original. I've just seen the remake, and I don't think that's in the remake. No, yeah, it's the it's the mom that. You know, bites the guys. Oh, yeah. have you yeah. have you seen the remake? No, I haven't. I I, oh. I wanted to watch the original first, and the original's weird, man. Like it's super gruesome and and uh, really uncomfortable. Like it deals a lot with like rape and violence against women and stuff. And but yeah. it's all set to this like happy go lucky seventies music soundtrack that you're just like, what the fuck, man? Like th- it seems like it was meant to unnerve you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's yeah. not gonna be so bad, and then you're like, holy shit, this is bad. Right, and you're just like, yeah, the idea, the it, it, it's weird enough that it just like sits there, and you think about it, and you're like, oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> like, <sighs> uh, yeah, I had a couple friends that was like, yeah, this this movie was great because it was on the horathon. We watched it, and I had never seen the original before. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll throw a movie on and be like, everyone watch this movie, and then I'll be like, I probably shouldn't have told everyone to watch this movie. <laughs> uh, but I had a couple friends that were like, man, I loved it. Like the acting was great. And like, it was, it was cheesy, but it was dark and like, it made me uncomfortable. And that's kind of what I wanted. And then I had other, other friends that were like, no, like I, I, I hate this movie. Like, this is disgusting. Why'd you pick this movie and stuff? And it's like, it, it got my anxiety up and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wes well, crazy. Yeah, it, was, it was his first movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. His oh first... man. So it was, and I think he went to, Hills Have Eyes after that, I think. Yep. I might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Hills Have Eyes was right after that. And then I think uh, Elm Street came not long after that. Man, he came out the gate with just three heavy hitters. Oh, yeah. Well, and then like really early, uh, well, was was Elm Street his, his third movie? Um, Like it was, it's all super like exploitation kind of film. Like, especially with the 70s stuff. It's like, wow, that's, this is weird, man. Like, but had this a, is but had a super... very serious tone though you know? yeah 
Yeah. Well, that's like, have you seen any of um, George Romero's other stuff? Uh, for, or last have someone left. There's one. Oh, no, never mind. Yeah, that was his first writing and directing Joel, uh, job. And then The Fireworks Woman came out before Hills Have Eyes. And then we got Stranger in Our House, Evolution of Snuff, Become the Tigers. Oh, but that's he was like cinematographer on that kind of stuff. Oh. Uh, he did Swamp Thing before he did Elm Street. That's right. Oh, wow. But, yeah. The, the original Swamp Thing movie, that was that was garbage. I mean, it was it's fun garbage, but it's still garbage. Um, what was I saying? Where was I going uh, with this? Had I seen? Have I seen something? Damn, lost my train of thought. I'm sure I had a point, but then I was I don't know, got distracted looking up this West Craven stuff. It was something along the lines of West Craven. Oh, oh yes, George A. Romero. Oh yeah, duh. Have you seen his um his other? Stuff when he kind of dabbled outside of the horror genre, like before he wrote Dawn of the Dead. No, I think I've only ever strictly seen his horror movies. Yeah, the Dead series. Because um, he did, uh, did. I have this box set from Arrow Video called uh, Between Night and Dawn. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's three movies that he did that were kind of off of the, the horror genre. So it has, there's always Vanilla, which was like just a uh, commentary on like the, sh- the social scene in the 70s kind of thing, which is, it's an interesting movie. It's, it's a lot of like, um, I don't know, gender roles and that kind of thing. And like what, what's expected of people. And, and it's, it's interesting. It's not for everyone though. So I can't really recommend it. Uh, Season of the Witch was really good. It's yeah about this this woman who starts to dabble in witchcraft and and stuff and after she has kind of a shitty home life and so that's pretty neat and then he did the crazies which has been remade oh, I've seen the remake I haven't seen the original one yet that's the last one in the box set that I have to watch but uh yeah he he had some good stuff so it's like it's that very I don't know that early um seventies kind of horror feel um for some of that stuff and that's what what Wes Craven has in those in those earlier movies. Yeah. you're not really sure what to, and that that goes back to what we were talking about earlier when i was like 80s was really where horror hit its stride and the 70s was kind of it's, it's it was still trying to figure out what it was i guess yeah. so yeah and i i i think dawn of the dead is probably the best like zombie movie ever made i think i like day better than i like dawn really yeah. i i have only seen it from beginning to end in one sitting, probably once, and then every other time, just oh, it's on TV. I'll watch it. You know. Mm. Yeah, I've I watched this it like four times in the past month, just because I was like, I was like, li- like leading up to the horathon, like, okay, it's the first movie that I'm watching, um, but it's I put it on the first day of October because I like I was at school all day and then I had to work all night, so I'm like, it's gonna be my day of the dead, haha. <laughs> and so I watched it. I watched it leading up to it, and then uh, and then I went to Edmonton for a wedding, and it was still the weekend before October started. And then I like brought my VHS copy and and down at uh, at my at my grandma's condo down there. She has a, a, a uh, the the TV VCR combo, so I have I have it on on VHS. So I was watching it there, and then I watched it again, and then I managed to fit it in on the Monday. So it was just like like four times immediately back to back kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed this movie and it's a lot of fun. The soundtrack is fantastic. And, um, I don't know. The characters are, are, are great despite them mostly being assholes. Like, yeah, it's someone sent in the army bunker, right? Yeah. 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 Where it's like the scientists are trying to figure out what to do. And, and there's the doctor that's like trying to domesticate the zombies. 
Yeah. And it's just like weird. They remade it though, eh? Uh, Day of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, Bloodline, it's called or whatever. And I saw the trailer for it. And it looks really dumb. And I don't know if I'm going to watch it. But Well, actually, I think I... Okay, well, now I'm going to look it up. I think I might be wrong, but that might be a sequel to the a remake of Day of the Dead because I remember there was a... Okay, well, first off, did you like the remake of Dawn of the Dead? Um, I have mixed feelings about the remake. It's not great, but it's not terrible. But Zack Snyder made makes better superhero movies, so because he was he was the one that did that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, re- he um, directed it. Yeah, I don't know. It was ugh, nah. pass because I, I, I remember I got I was really confused because they. Uh, you know, they did the Dawn of the Dead remake, and I, I really liked it. And then, how many years later? That came out in 2004, and then in 2008, they did remake Day of the Dead. That also had Ving Rhames, but he's playing a totally different character. Okay. Yeah, that was just called Day of the Dead. That was in 2008, and then that whenever and the new one came out. Day of the Dead Bloodline came out this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a... It's just based on characters created by um, George A. Romero. Yeah. It's only got a 3.4 rating on IMDb, so that can't be too good. Yeah, no, it looked... Oh, when I watched the, the, the trailer for it, it looked like garbage. It's like, oh, the, the zombie that they're trying to domesticate, like, escapes, and then he's, like, crawling through the vents, and then he's watching people have sex, and it's just like, what? <laughs> what is... He's learning! Oh, my God! Brings a new a new meaning to rigor mortis. I don't know. Uh, oh god. Uh, <laughs> or a new meaning to necrophilia. Oh yeah, that too. Hmm. <laughs> Best of both worlds, I guess. Yeah. Oh jeez. Uh, so well, let... yeah, I don't know. I, I, back to Dawn of the Dead. I just I don't know. It's not. I don't know. It's not my favorite. I guess the remake's not my favorite. Um, I really liked it, but it was also. It was also a really fun movie to watch in the theater. That was definitely a theater movie. Because um, I just remember it opening, you know, and there's no credits or anything. It's that long, like, 12-minute opening of her at the hospital and then her at home and then her boyfriend uh, gets bitten by the little girl and then her driving through town and then finally crashing. And, you know, when she crashes, as soon as she hits, the uh, credits start up. And I just remember as soon as the credits started up, like, everybody just started clapping and cheering and and it just it made it so much more fun yeah it, it's well, always fun that one that one goes balls out crazy like as soon as that you get through that big sequence right oh hell yeah yeah and then the whole like when uh those people show up and that really that really heavy lady gets uh gets bitten but then she comes back later on and is charging at her everyone was losing their shit in the theater when that big lady <laughs> got up and just started running after her like oh my god <laughs> a fat lady oh. can run <laughs> <laughs> look at her go <laughs> oh. jeez <sighs> um let's see was that it for desert island let's see we did franchise we did movie um well i want to say uh, i guess this is kind of along the same lines as no, I guess not along the same lines as franchise. I was going to say, um, I guess, director. Favorite director. 
Hmm. Uh, I'm, my instincts tell me to go John Carpenter. I, I, I do. I do know that he has like some duds on there, but like Carpenter's got some great, great movies. And I mean, I'm not as um, well versed in uh, you know Toby Hooper's other things or David Cronenberg or uh, even George A. Romero. There's, I, I don't really know if I could call Romero my favorite one. I think, yeah, I think I got to lean towards Carpenter. I mean, I could always say Stephen King because you know when Stephen King directs a movie, he really knocks it out of the park. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, but in all honesty, I really enjoy Maximum Overdrive as bad as it is, and then Sleepwalkers is fantastic. It's it's probably my favorite uh, good bad movie, or bad good. I don't know how you say that, um, but yeah, John Carpenter. We'll go John Carpenter. All right, that sounds like a good one. Yeah. I, I it's funny. I had never seen uh, Sleepwalkers either until my girlfriend told me about it, and she was like. How have you never seen it? It was written by Stephen King. And I was just like, okay, like let's watch it. And we watched it and I was like, this movie is terrible. It's so bad, but goddamn if I'm not enjoying it. Right. It's it's <laughs> like, yeah, they, they, they wrote it to make it fun or something. I don't know. It was just like, I was telling one of my coworkers about it today or the other day at, at work too. And, and, uh, cause she's into like weird horror movies and stuff too. And I'm like, Hey, like fucking incestual, uh, shape-shifting vampires. And she's like, I'm in. Like, <laughs> Written by Stephen King. Written by Stephen King. It's it's great. And there's there's the one scene that has like four different directors in there. Oh, yeah. Because like Stephen King Stephen walked King up. And then Clive Barker. Yeah, right? well, first he goes up to Toby Hooper. Okay. And, then, and then he walks away. And then, yeah, he goes up to Clive Barker. And then it cuts away. And they, there's like the... the at the lab or whatever. And like John Landis is one of the, one of the doctors there. Oh, that's right. And, uh, I can't, I think there was one more, but I can't remember who it was. But Stephen yeah. King doesn't pop up at all in the movie. Is it what? Stephen King doesn't pop up at all in the movie. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the one, he's like the gravekeeper. Oh, okay. That's right. That's um, right. Yeah. That walks up to Clive Barker and is like, I ain't taking the blame for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? The movie? Is that, is that, are you talking to me again? Is this one of those instances where you're talking to me? It's like, I, I ain't taking the rap for this. This thing is <laughs> Oscar worthy acting. Yeah. Well, that was, Oh, it was hilarious. Cause he like goes from, um, like the, he, he walks up to Toby Hooper and is like, yeah, I'm not taking the blame for this. And he's like, ah, it's not hey, whatever. Like it, I'm not the guy to talk to you. You got to find someone else. And he, there's like two minutes where he just keeps walking up to different people. And like, and he's just like, listen, this isn't my... F-. And they're like, not my department. Like, And they keep walking away. And then he finally gets to the guy in charge, which is Clive Barker. And then he's just like, hey. And Clive Barker's like, I don't have time for your shit, okay? And he just like walks away. And then Stephen <laughs> King just stands there like defeated. He's like, he's, he's been going through everybody, just like, like slowly gaining his confidence to be like, listen, man, this isn't my fault. And then Clive Barker's just like, fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that you can tell that's that had to have been... Stephen King's idea because <laughs> he's good at writing a lot of things, but I feel like comedy isn't one of them. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't know. Maximum Overdrive was pretty funny. <laughs> like, uh, well, I'll be it unintentionally. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I don't, I don't no. think he, he might have meant to. Kind of in a, a cocaine dream at the time. I don't think Ooh, he remembers yeah. a lot of Maximum Overdrive. Because like, hey, you've seen the the trailer for like the 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 promo thing for Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. 
where it's just him like in front of the truck and he's just like his eyes are fucking wide and he's like i'm stephen king and nobody can do horror like i can so i'm gonna if you gotta do something if you want something done right you do it yourself he's like like, i'm ready to scare the shit out of you or something like like, that yeah i'm gonna scare the hell out of you and you're like holy fuck like man dust your your mustache you got some coke (laughs) like fucking oh man but it was and then i watched it and i'm just like and uh i was at the right age when i watched it because like this was that age where i was like getting into horror movies and it was like i was in junior high or something and i was like fucking acdc or die baby and it's just like what there's a Stephen King movie where, like, the soundtrack is entirely ACDC. Like, sign me up. Emilio Estevez, what? Like, <laughs> this, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I have the remake, too. I managed to find a, a VHS of Trucks. And oh, wow. I, I, I didn't know that that was Yeah, it got remade it. in, like, the, the, the late night. Because it was a short story, and then Stephen yeah. King adapted it into Maximum Overdrive. And then, like, in 1998, somebody was like, hey, you know what? What movie wasn't done justice? <laughs> Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> so we're gonna remake this, but we're we're gonna keep everything that made the original awesome like out of this. So I guess it's just terrible. I haven't even taken the time to watch it yet, but at least we have the original. Yeah. Good old Stephen King, man. I, I'm excited for the It Chapter Two. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, it's it's so fun. I, I you would think people going to see the original, uh, the first part when you know it first came out last year knew something about it. You know, in, in the slightest, even if they just knew Pennywise, I feel like they should have known something about it. And I remember sitting there watching it on opening night, mm. and it fading to black, and then it saying it. Chapter one. I heard so many people saying, What? There's gonna be another one? It's like right. people. They're like, like are, you fu- are you fucking kidding me? Like <laughs> the movie's over. Like, are you are you stupid? Like you I had to slap a couple of my friends upside the head because of that too, and they're like, I didn't know that it was in two parts. And I'm like, You've seen the original, right? And they're like, Yeah. Okay, where I'm the like, hell do you think the adult versions what? were? Yeah, where were the adults? Where the, and they're like, well, I don't know. I thought they just weren't doing that this time around. I'm like, oh, are, God. You, are you? What? <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, I but, quit. Fuck this. Going home. <laughs> yeah, I just like you. I, I'm out. Like, sorry guys, you can't. Nah, nah. Pulled pull the Cartman. I was like, screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, chapter two looks like it's going to be fantastic. Have you been keeping up with Castle Rock at all? Yes. Um, I, we finished it and my opinion of it is, is it is just like a Stephen King book. It is thoroughly engaging and great until the last seven minutes. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So I've only seen the first three episodes. So don't, don't spoil anything. No. Yeah, no, I won't. It just, I'm sure if I watch it, watch the last episode again, I'll, I'll be like, okay, that was that that was pretty damn good. But initial viewing, I was like, yep, just like a Stephen King book, he wrote himself into a corner, and this is the ending we got. Ah, oh, no. Well, hey, that's so that's so truly King, though. Exactly. Right? <laughs> but but like I said, you know, I, I'll probably watch it again and be like, you know what, that was that was appropriate because I haven't heard too many people say they didn't like they didn't like the last episode, so. Again, maybe it was just me and I had higher hopes. 
Yeah. So I'll have to see what you think of when you when you get to the end of it. Yeah, I'll definitely let you know. I think like I was trying to record it as it came out, um, just on my DVR. But I I recorded the first three and then I missed like four episodes or something. Oh shit! Like three or four episodes, and I'm just like, oh shit, what? Like where? Th- how many have they played already? Jesus! And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, maybe I'll wait until they get rerun so I can record the whole thing and then just binge it. See, that's the dumb thing is it's a Hulu original. And do you guys not have Hulu in Canada? We do, but I I have Netflix and I got something else. I don't know. But I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not going to get another subscription service to, to, you know, and so we have it on, on space channel. It, uh, and on our, on our sci-fi, kind of, it's like our sci-fi channel, um, sci-fi and horror. So they've been playing it there. I'm pretty sure it's done now, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah they were doing like they played so. the first three uh, in one night, kind of thing. So I sat down, and that was great. And I just watched the first three episodes, and I'm like, this is intense. And that's then what they uh, did on yeah. Yeah, that's what they did on Hulu. They gave you the first three episodes the first night, and then they did one every Wednesday, I think. Yeah, something um, like that. Which is crazy to me because people overseas are like. We don't have Hulu. How are we supposed to watch it? And I'm like, there is no Hulu overseas. Like, how how does that work? Maybe because they mostly do TV, and it's really hard to get TV rights as opposed to Netflix, who movie rights is a little easier, I guess. But Netflix has a lot of TV series as well. Yeah, exactly. That's why yeah. I was like, how how is there no Hulu overseas? Or either that, or maybe they were just like, hey, in, overseas, it's easier to just sell it, sell the rights to, you know, another station or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the logistics of overseas television broadcasting streaming services. All I know is that I got my I got my uh, my Netflix and my Amazon Prime. That's the other one that I got. I, I got lucky because uh, when I went to go visit my mom, she has satellite and she's got like the the most premium satellite package ever. She has pretty much everything except for you know like pay-per-view movies and all that so yeah, yeah. I, I go do you have a, a direct tv online account and she was like no and i said hmm i'm gonna make you one and she was like why and i was like well i was like for one i can watch mr mercedes without having to illegally yeah. download it you know and i was like well now that i made that account let's try something so i started downloading uh apps on my phone i started downloading like stars and showtime and Cinemax, AMC, and FX, and I used her DirecTV code, and they are all work now. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I forgot yeah. about Mr. Mercedes. It's ah. it's really good. Have you read the series? No, I haven't. Okay, well, my only complaint with it so far is that, uh, well, the I didn't really, I liked the first book, but it wasn't anything extraordinary. Um, but the first season was amazing. They translated the book really well and even made it better because they fleshed out some more characters that weren't fleshed out in the book. Like they would just like a couple of his, like one of his coworkers and his boss, they're in the book, but they're only there when he's at work. Whereas in the show they're fleshed out more and you see them, uh, outside of work and stuff like that. Um, and then the second book is the, is my favorite in the series. But for this second season, they just jump straight to the third book and totally ignore the second one. Oh no. Yeah. It's because the main protagonist, uh, antagonist, sorry, isn't in the second book. Um, oh, right. Because it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can see why they did that, but it's it's like, well, then, you know, if you're jumping straight ahead to the 
end of the story, what are you going to do for the third season? Like, oh, well, then now that we'll go back to the second one and tell a different story. <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Do, do what you want, I guess. <laughs> Fuck it. But it's it, you know if you can find the means to to watch it, I, I highly recommend the the first season. The second season is halfway through and it's it's good. It's starting to pick up, um, but I still think this first season is a lot better. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll, uh, I'll do a little sleuthing and check it out. Not not this month, though, because I'm, I'm busy. I'm stacked with yeah. movies and stuff. Dang. Um, and then I don't know when it's coming out, but there's the, the Creep Show series coming out soon, too. Ooh. That's going to be on uh, Shudder. Okay. I have a bunch of like um, free months uh, for Shudder. I, mm-hmm. I probably only use one of them. <laughs> um, yeah. This is from Studio House when I ordered a couple shirts. They're like, hey, we got a partnership with Shudder. So here's a, here's a month on us. I'm like, Oh, well, thank you. I I've been subscribed to it for like a year now and I hardly ever use it. And the only reason why I don't feel bad about it is because here anyway, I think it's four 99 a month. That's not bad. Which five five bucks a month for nothing but horror movies that I don't watch except occasionally isn't terrible. (laughs) But, but in case you ever needed to, there, there, there you go. Yeah. Maybe I'm subscribed to Crunchyroll right now. Cause like I, I like anime, but, um, I haven't used it in like, like everything I I have for anime I own everything I want you know so I'm like and that one's six ninety nine a month so maybe I'll just ditch that one and get Shutter because horror is life and then you know. they, they have some really good selections on it that's how I watched um, The Exorcist three for the first time yeah that's that's rad man I think they they have uh, some good horror TV series on there too from uh oh damn it now I got to look on my list there was one from the UK and it is called uh, the, yeah, the fades. The fades. Um, I've never heard of that one. It's a really good show. Uh, I've seen the first few episodes and just from those few episodes, I was hooked. Um, It just says 17 year old Paul is haunted by apocalyptic dreams that neither his therapist or best friend and fellow geeky social outcast Mac can provide answers for. Worse still, Paul is staring, starting to see the fades, the spirits of the dead, all around him. They're everywhere, but they can't, they can't just be seen, heard, or touched by ordinary human beings. But now an embittered and vengeful fade has found a way to break the barrier between the dead and the living, and Paul and Mac and their friends and family are all right in the eye of the storm. The fate of humanity rests on the hands of the two teenagers who already have seen enough trouble getting through a day in one piece, let alone saving the world. Jeez, sounds intense. Yeah, it's got the um, the main actor from uh, Get Out as the other guy as the best friend. Okay, and yeah, uh, yeah it, it's it's really fun. Like it's it it had some pretty good comedic moments, and then they did a good job on the horror. The first couple episodes, it was a little cheesy, but only because you can tell they weren't given a very big budget. But at least the story is good, so you can kind of forgive it, you know? Yeah. Let me check that out. One. Uh, I need to. I need to look into the shutter thing. It's a shutter scenario. Like I said, five five bucks a month here. I don't know if it would. I would think it'd be. It was the, probably the, like six, six ninety nine or something. Probably what I'm paying for the other one right now. So just just trade off. Yeah, exactly. I'll probably <laughs> use that one more more anyway. Use shutter more than, than the other thing. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think we'll end it on that note. That's. Damn, we are closing in on three hours. That 
Yeah, we got a lot. You got a lot of uh, content here. We didn't really do an intro. Did you want to? You want to cover something like that? Or um, I usually don't. We just kind of fade in on us talking. So all right, then that works. It's perfect. That I mean, we just me. we kind of went right into it. But yeah, yeah, I I hadn't intended that, but then we that was just immediately how we started talking. <laughs> At one point, I'm like, geez, I, I hope he's recording. And you know, and you know what? I wasn't. I didn't get the first ten minutes, but luckily my Skype uh, recorder gets my end too. So oh, okay, I yeah. After after ten minutes, I was like, I wasn't. My recording program wasn't up on my screen, and I was like, oh shit! I don't think I clicked record, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't. So the uh, first first ten minutes on my side is gonna sound a little muddy, but it's all right. That's all right. We at least we have like we have a lot a lot to talk about. We did talk about a lot, so. Yeah, I'm I'm hungry, man. I'm fucking starving. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just, like I said, I've been up since three thirty, and it's my it's about to be my damn dinner time. Oh, you're an hour ahead of me too, so it's almost yeah, 7 it's, it's almost time. seven. Shit. Um. Uh, well, do you do you are are you one to do the whole uh uh promoting thing like your Instagram or the horathon or? Yeah, sure. I mean, if people want to want to keep keep going with the horathon here, um. Oh, on Instagram, I posted uh, I post all the movies on there. Skip Baseman, um, and then I got my YouTube channel as well, where I, I do some videos about things, and I have a, a whole video about the horathon. So if you want to check yes. that out, um, I think I'm just under Cameron Skip on YouTube. I don't know. I was told that one of my videos got blocked for copyright violation the other day. Um, I can still see it though, so I don't know what this person was talking about, but. I think because I used a, a a song from a Japanese anime, and okay. that's what that's what got me flagged. <laughs> so, Did you, how, how long was it playing? Because I think you can do a good like fifteen seconds before they're like, "Hey, hey," you know. I definitely did more than fifteen seconds. It oh, was kind of like no, was, okay. yeah, I was running out the video, and then I was just like, "Oh yeah." I think I mean I'm just on there as Cameron Skip. So check it out. I'm on there. Like I can still fucking see these things. Where is it? Oh, did it get taken down? Motherfuckers. <laughs> like, why are we going to tell him? We're just going to take it from him. Right. Like, I didn't get any any kind of um, thing, any kind of uh, notification. But, uh, yeah, YouTube is a bunch of assholes because they'll just do that. But anyways, check out those ones. Check out my other videos before they get taken down. Uh <laughs> I'm slowly starting to like get get more people on board with stuff though and that that helps lets me use their music and stuff so oh that's yeah. cool yeah I know a lot of people in bands and stuff but yeah other than that I don't know I'm on Twitter Cam Skip uh, I don't use Twitter a lot Instagram's probably the best best place so Skip yeah. Baseman Skip Baseman or Bassman I don't know if you're a fisherman maybe you like uh, <laughs> like some bass I, I, I prefer for bass over bass yeah bass <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like ass man so oh there was <laughs> you just reminded me real quick uh you know who donald glover is right oh yeah okay there was a old video uh, old like i guess it is old now it's probably like six seven years old he, he was on craig ferguson and they were talking about like hey you know i follow you on twitter it's like yeah i follow you too and and uh and craig goes goes yeah you're on twitter at at don glover right and and donald glover goes yeah I didn't really think my name through though, and and Craig is like, "Why?" And he goes, well, <laughs> "Because I put my name on there as as Don Glover, but you look at it, looks like Dong Glover." <laughs> uh, there, there's a good like five or six videos. Uh, they might still be on YouTube of 
all of Donald Glover's appearances on uh, Craig Ferguson. And they're hilarious because they have like a running gag that Craig is his dad and he's always going to visit his mom and, and stuff like that. It's just, it's funny. I, I, I seen the both of them together. It's like, damn it. They really need to do something together. Yeah. I, I, I would love that. that. All right, sir. You go get yourself some food as am I. All right. Well, thanks for having me on. Thank you for being on man for talking to me for three hours. Yeah, no worries, man. Well, you let me know if you, uh, you ever want bring me back on, let's see how the finished product sounds. And then if it's complete shit and maybe don't have me back on the show. But hey, well, that's the good thing about having your own show. If it is complete shit, no one likes it. I can still make another one, put it out because it's mine. Oh, there you go. That's why I like it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. All right, man. Well, you take care and I will talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Brad. Have a good one, man. Hey, you too. Cheers.